show coming from the rec store Bet this back in the mac in the back flow Let's go chillin' with raccoons by the back door Take all so you can stake more All I wanna do is making door right But I found this crew and doing alright We wreck will bitch ready to fight So many raccoons ready for the boss life I might fly high like a kite, right? But always ready for a shite for the right prize. Raccoon supply has the right price. Giving you respect if it's likewise. So I'm buying all the mean guys with the clean heart. Read between lies, laser bean through lean eyes. Larry or with clean lies, trash mouth, mean smile, be wise. NFT wise, fuck with these guys. It's the rack rap from the back lab. 100 NFTs in my backpack. Crazy rack pack from the stash app Rack will take a lead in this haystack It's the rack rap from the back lap Good morning Rack FM Today is Wednesday the 26th of April 2023 And this is your favorite breakfast US crypto shit show news show Today the special It's gonna be focusing On DAOs. That's right. DAOs. I was like, if there was one thing in this space that I just haven't heard enough of about, it would probably be DAOs. So knowing that, our our good friend here, Robo, who apparently has stopped doing intros so that I can do them, thank you, uh, he took it upon himself to create this masterpiece this is part one of a two-part four-hour rack fm dow summit enjoy okay okay so we've just got net the dow uh joined us hello net the dow uh give us an, uh, a thumbs up if the audio is okay bro we should have a uh, function coming in soon is my audio okay yeah, oh, fantastic. Wow, it's uh, it's really good to see Netta Dow here. So, uh, just for, th- I know Finn's going to be complaining about this. I know Finn, I'm sorry. Uh, guys, we've brought the th- uh, show forward half an hour uh, just so that we can uh, talk a function because uh, something's kind of like come up for him. And he was like, look, dude, my bad. Uh, you know, can we, can we jump on a little bit earlier? Uh, I can do like, you know, 9.30 till 10 uh, his time. And I was like, bro, come on. You're like one of the main guests, of course. We're going to fucking jump on early for you. Because like this guy's ideas on Dow's are insane. It's a really like a outside viewpoint uh, that I've never come across. So hopefully what we can do is we'll get functioning. Uh, and then we'll be able to have like a little bit of crack with him for half an hour. Because obviously I don't think like uh, anybody else is going to read. They've all got it on their schedules, right? For like, uh, well, it's. I think it's 12 midday EST, 10, uh, 10 mountain time. Right, got Bruce in. So let's get Bruce up. All right, Bruce, there's a co-host, bro. So I'm just explaining, Brucey, that we've started like 30 minutes earlier. Uh, just trying to accommodate people, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, man, the, the, the proper show kind of will be kicking off, I would have said, uh, normal time. Hopefully, I don't know if uh, Bruce has had an update or not. Uh, hopefully, at some stage, we'll be getting the Dow Dow people in. Uh, we've got Onyx Dow. Uh, I invited developer Dow, but they don't know. Uh, 
who else is coming? Fucking hell, there's a few today anyway. It should be like a packed show. Brucey, are you in the room, brother? I am here. Hey, man. Excellent, dude. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. It's I don't know if it's me. I, I, I don't know if it's me, but listen, hear me out here. Your volume to me, and I've just put some new head, headphones in tonight, right? New headset, yeah? Your volume is like proper loud, like today. Like, you might not be able to. Is it possible? Like, can you turn it down a little bit or not? No? Maybe not. But... No, but I think... <laughs> well, I, I, I might... can. I can. No, no, wait. There might be these No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. Might be this. Okay. Wait, wait before you turn down. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to change right. my headset, but I can... Because I can see I've taken the wrong one. So it might be... Right. Like... Right, okay. I, I mean, it's not so bad now, but I've just turned you down. I've just turned my phone down by about half my... About a third. And it was, I'm just going to change right headset. No worries, man. No worries. I see that Bruce uh, finished the space early tonight as well, so he could uh, get some shit done. Because that's what Rack FM is all about getting fucking shit done. Do you know that? Bruce, I heard you mention about the Luna stuff earlier. Terra, sorry. Not Luna, Terra. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, man. The fucking it's the the building. Uh, I mean, you know something? The fucking. Hey. The building, so like, why not? Why not? We're, you know, what I mean, we're gonna give some fucking added exposure. Like, like, Rack FM traditionally have never really covered Terra, and fucking dude, what it, regardless of what anybody says about what happened or about any of the shit, like between the Lunk and the Lunar communities, whatever. Terra, Luna, Luna Two, the fucking devs are over there shipping for fun. The fucking dev community's massive, isn't it? Pretty huge, right? Yeah, so far, as uh, not so far, but as far as I know, yeah, it's, it's really huge and it's a proper teachings over there. And those who are left, they're really motivated to build a chip. And you know, so very active. Talk about a community. There's a community pool there, right? And look how little drama, in fact, zero drama, apart from like two validators voting or whatever, like Finn has had absolutely fucking no drama whatsoever. Right, pass on that prop, yeah, or it will pass, right? Pretty much done now. But it, like, it looks, it looks very good. I mean, it looks very good. Mm, you've got. Hey, people by the way, by the way, what yeah. did you, uh, what did you agree on with Seek and uh, Noah? Nothing, nothing. I just posted it in the Dowda. I didn't agree a thing. Okay, that's just the way that, like, the way that we're rolling, like, Bruce. Uh, I did go in. Well, I've been, I have been speaking, but I didn't after that. After what happened previously, ah, look who's coming. Let me bring your man up there. Now we focus on this, Brucey, all right? Yep. Here he's here. Hey, man. Welcome, bro. Hey, yo. Here he's here, the man himself. Dude, we're fucking absolutely blessed that you're here, man. This is a right privilege for us. Like, we're proper buzzing. Uh, but, I mean, it looks like it's a small room. That's because everybody's, like, got it in the schedule or the calendar, right? But you'll you'll soon see it fill up. But you know what? Uh, not not function, I'll call it a day. <laughs> Dude, sometimes the smaller rooms are the best ones, you know? Bro, I wish I... I uh... If I was on main, I'd fucking tweeted out a whole bunch, but I got locked out on my phone, so I had to like log into this alt account in order to talk and jam out. But figured we'll just jam anyway, have a good time. Fuck it. Yeah, well, man, if you'd just been like chilling, see if I like that, like the normal one. Uh, there, there are like obviously when we do these summits, there's like specific topics to touch on, 
But I'd rather like uh, now we've got this like thirty minutes, dude. I'd rather just find out about like where your love of DAOs come from. Because I mean, anyone who's looked in yet knows you're a fucking player. They know exactly what you've done in the industry. You're a big name, right? Early investor, a major project. Where did this fucking like love of DAOs come from? Is this a new thing? Is this something you've always been chasing after all, bro? <clears throat> It's been a pretty big passion of mine, or interest of mine, I should say, for about maybe a year and a half, two years now, and um, really got passionate in the last maybe six months about the like existential dilemmas that I'm seeing, and 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 all the points that I'm connecting it with, with how DAOs can like uh, support all of these different infrastructures and things like that, and I really got interested in it because. I have a group of friends out here in Colorado, and uh, we've been friends for years now, you know, five, ten years. And uh, when I went out and I did crypto stuff for three or four years and traveled the world and, like, did speeches and all the fucking things, we didn't talk a shit ton. Um, we just kind of kept in touch here and there and did our own little things. And I ended up moving back to Colorado and reconnecting with them. And when I did, I... Uh, learned that they had been essentially for like the five years I'd been like gone, they'd been building a, what they called uh, the Medicanon constitution. And essentially what that is, is, is it's a 45 page legal and working document that outlines like how like groups self organize and how they can like come become more efficient in the self-organization and then also how they can put it into an like it's an actual legal document that can fit into llc's or s corps or whatever legal structure that you want while still keeping the overall like moral and hierarchical like uh, uh ethos in intact in even in traditional structures and so I came back and I was like vibing out and they're like, Yo, you should read this document. I'm like, man, it's 45 fucking pages. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, but I didn't, wasn't doing shit. We were just trading in the bull run and shit. Um, so like in between flipping apes and all these monkey pictures and shit, um, I started reading their document and it's 45 pages. So it took me like two weeks to really get through everything. And once I got through it, I, I like went back to them. I'm like, Oh, you guys are just talking about doubts. And they're like, yeah, but like, no, but yeah, because they didn't, they like, it wasn't written in like the context of DAOs. It wasn't like a DAO starts like this. It's like, no, a, a group self organizes and it has no crypto lingo in it. No, nothing at all. And so I was like, oh, you guys are talking about DAOs. And they're like, yeah, I, I'm like, kind of, yeah. And um, like, we're talking about like the, they were talking, they're talking about the evolutionary development of DAOs, where like right now we're just kind of exploring in the first couple phases. And, um, so that essentially spurred my inspiration around it and my interest. And over the last year and a half, hanging out with these guys and spending my time really like absorbing like all the information that's spoken about, like in conversations, it's just like lit up my like, because if I'm being honest with you, these guys kind of talk on a higher level than I do sometimes. You know, like sometimes I can get up there and I can understand what they're saying, but like, yeah, you know, you know people like that when you're just like talking with people and they're just like, yo, like you're like, yo, that guy's fucking smart. And like sometimes you have to have a, it's like a harder time tracking him because he's like, like 
people are or the conversation is like a different frequency um like i've been able like i feel like my role in the group is helping bring that like conversation down to earth a little bit more and like giving real world examples for people to be able to identify with it um and like actually hopefully like work with it more um because i think like and now I'm just rambling, but yeah, that's 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 where my that's where my interest. No, you're good. That's where my interest lies. You're good, man. And I'm like, and I'm super stoked about it because, like, what I've what I've seen like now is like for a couple like hundred years at least, people have been conceptualizing doubts, probably longer, but like like at least for a couple hundred years, you know. And function. Sorry, interrupt you, dude. What was the name of that constitution that you mentioned earlier? Because I haven't looked at that yet, and I'm going to have to dive right into it. What was the name of it, Bruce? You'll catch the name. It's called. How it's called Meta Cannon. So M A M Meta Cannon. Okay. Cannon. Uh, and if you just yeah. go to metacannon.net, you can uh, check out our website, download it for free. We're going to have a whole bunch of other stuff getting included there soon, but that's just our first iteration of the site. Um, Brilliant. And. Yeah, it's just like this whole this whole idea around DAOs is really like like piques my interest in self organization. Very, very much piques my interest in how like the 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 unseen chaotic forces that govern nature uh, uh, actually like seem chaotic, but are actually governing it uh, in in a way that's much more efficient and self organizing. Uh, and self-governing than we are. And so my curiosity is like, how do we bring more of like the principles of nature that have brought us into like this, like, like, like that we've fought for forever, like, and created all these other like systems that like clearly don't like elevate us to our biggest potential possible. And so how do we uh, really implement like more principles of nature that are already fluent, that are already proven like in their capacity to self-organize and their capacity to, to even have the structure to do that how do we analyze that better and and, and implement that greater into uh um what we're building here you know have have you always been like just listening to you i pick up on it but have you always been this like deep philosophical like thinker or is it something that came because of like crypto or is like, no. were you like this pre-crypto, right? Were you, or were you this like philosophical, philosophical deep thinker before crypto? Then crypto's come along and now you've kind of like made it or whatever. You've got the chance to say, oh, well, I want to do what I've always loved. Or is this something that's just happened to you recently? No, I mean, for a very, very long time, I've always been like philosophical uh, in nature, like. And are you like a classic libertarian? Are you a classic libertarian? Are you? Um, I don't know if I would describe myself as a libertarian, but I would describe myself as curious. You know, like I'm like I'm naturally like curious, and like ever since college, when I started to get like away from and outside of my own box that was created by my like familiar patterns, you know, um, like once I started to do that, I was like, oh, there's so much to the fucking world, and so I always like I just got very very curious like ever since i was like 18 or 19 about like how things work and how to build things and how to build them successfully and um it's also very much like i don't know for me personally i'm like if i i have to be like in it you know what i mean in order to like uh uh really get into something like i have to like i have to have a spark inside of me that like 
it ha it, it captures my attention so deeply that like I have to focus my energy and attention on it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, because yeah, because DAOs DAOs are not like fads, are they? Uh, I mean, in what whatever like iteration of them you want to talk about, that they're not like a fad where any shit coin or whatever you know, yeah, or yeah, any yeah. like you know whether it's NFTs or liquid stake, and there's always something going on. But DAOs are not like that. Like the the part of like fucking time, aren't they? Hundred percent, and that's that's what I love about like kind of like crypto is it gives you the capacity to have range. You know, I think a lot of people get stuck on both ends. They're like, okay, well I have I'm in crypto and I don't like DJ and so I have to be intellectual. One part of them really loves to just fuck around on the internet and like say some say some stupid shit. <laughs> and then the others are like the DJs which are like, well, haha, those guys are trying to be smart. They look stupid. But they're inside they're like, well I have some things I'd actually like to share and they don't like actually express that. Like I try to like embody my range as much as possible because like i know that like for like for example like the last two nights i'm just like sitting up late night fucked up like leverage trading fucking 300x you know what i mean like just fucking around having a good time um, <laughs> but the week before that i was also staying like up till 2 a.m like conceptualizing DAOs and writing 50 different documents about ideas around like how yeah bro that was that was fucking legit yeah, yeah. that uh mate i sat there for ages looking at that now that look because i love like the way you talk about like your spheres and your subspheres that's like our sub DAOs to us listen function because that that could be a whole new like a whole nother space just you on that particular like model on models i should say 100%. there's a couple of things dude there's a well i want you to front run everyone tonight <laughs> we're gonna front run the rest of the summit because they're all turning up like in about 10 minutes bro this is like our kickoff question for all of these other plebs right tonight <laughs> is how many do you want by the way dude the the acronym I, I often, because I'm a big proponent, supporter of DAOs, we've got one as a business, blah, blah. I'm a big, like, proponent with people who are, like, non-DAO people. Now, the biggest pushback I get is on the actual acronym, right? And I want to just ask you about this acronym, right? Uh, <laughs> Decentralized Autonomous uh, Organization. Just how much decentralization is needed in these things? I mean... You know, if you're running a DAO as a small like business and it's a way for you all to be able to trust each other that no one's hands in the till. I mean, is that decentralized or is it not, right? Like we're like, is it decentralized with two people, with three people, with four? Like, where does the D come from? And, like, Autonomous. And what's that? It, and to feed off of you, like what level is needed for what DAO? You know what I mean? I think that's where like right. I'm seeing a lot of the ah, yes. that's where I'm seeing a lot of the ecosystem get stuck up right now is like like that we look at organizations and some of them are decently autonomous and some of them are organized and none of them are decentralized. So everyone's like, cool, crank the decentralized meter to a hundred, bro. Like crank it all the way. And so we have a bunch of people that are really focused on decentralized organizations, but have no like, or limited organization and autonomy to them. Um, and we have a situation where if it's like, like overweighted on a decentralized factor, like, and, and not like, if that if the weight of the decentralized like the decentralized weighting is not also uh, uh, how do I say this? If you don't weigh the the decentralization factor like parallel with the purpose and the vision and the mission of the DAO, then you're always going to create an inefficient vehicle. Um, and let me break, break down what I mean by that. Like what I mean essentially is that 
as soon as you end up in a scenario in a situation where you are overly focused on decentralization and underly focused on under focused on what is the purpose of the DAO, or there's just some imbalance in that structure uh, and or just a general disconnection from that structure. Like if the purpose of the DAO is like, yo, we are an investment group and like the purpose is to make a fuck ton of money. And then like, like, you, you don't know, like maybe you want like everyone to make decisions about some things, but you probably don't want everybody to make decisions about everything. You know what I mean? And you also probably don't want like a shit ton of hierarchy, but you probably need a little bit of a hierarchy because there's some core group of people that have created the group that have like the base core vision and purpose of it. Right. So there's like a lot of discussion and nuance that isn't discussed. There's just a lot of and a lot of people that I see that are just like. Crank decentralization to a hundred. We got to go full force, and now we're a DAO. And the problem with cranking decentralization to a hundred without actually creating the network, the correct autonomy and organization is you're left structureless, um, and you're left in a place where we're at, we are where we're at right now, which is like we're in a giant like we've realized we're in a giant game. A bunch of people have said. Yo, fuck the old game. It's really boring. I'm tired of just sitting in the cubicle every day. Let's try a new game. And they're all in this game lobby called like called a DAO, whatever DAO it is. And they're all just standing there waiting for the game to start. Um, and nobody knows how the game starts. Some people like go out of the lobby a little bit and start to venture out and like usually get wrecked or usually like like don't do too much shit or end up like in another DAO somehow. Like it's just like nobody knows where the fuck they're going. It's like almost like Oh, this is actually a cool visualization. I'm I know I'm ranting, but like it's almost like a game lobby. And you ever uh, who, you guys ever played Assassin's Creed? Who's played Assassin's Creed? Here? Bruce. Bruce is our gamer. He's played a lot. He's played everything. Bruce, Bruce you played? I, I haven't played anything. I've played the same game for twenty years. All right. Well, in Assassin's Creed, essentially what I'm getting at is there's a lobby loading screen. Every time you go in the loading screen, it's a giant white room. Right. There's nothing in the fucking room. You can run for infinite time like and you're just in a room. Now, imagine that like that room is surrounded by a bunch of black mist. And like all of a sudden you have like 50 people in that room and one person ventures out into the black mist. They're like, we're going to go figure out what the fuck's out there. Yeah, like we got this shit down, you know, and they go out there and they like never come back. Well, they either just like left the DAO or maybe they entered into another DAO because like there's just like all these pockets of like little white in, in, in the midst of this black mist. And we're all trying to figure out how to clear the black mist away so that we can like build structures that like uplift our organization and then connect with other ones. Does, is, can, am I painting a good visual for you there? Because that's the. Oh, perfect, bro. I'm fucking loving this. Trust me. We have a very educated audience over yeah. here, dude. We've got you for half an hour. We're going to fucking milk it for everything we can, right? Yeah, I could probably talk <laughs> for another five or ten minutes as well. I could push that. Well, function, push that this, is a, this is a really important one for tonight because very early on in the convo, I want to clarify with everybody that in my belief right now, my belief system, and I might be wrong, that's why we have the summits, I see primarily two forms of DAO at the minute. I see these micro DAOs like ours, where it's a group of six people trying to build a brand, uh, et cetera, et cetera, right? We're doing that. Uh, we're releasing wraps, artwork, merch coming, you know, self-generating business, a small enterprise, right? A little SME, you could call us. 
Then on the other side, you've got, I mean, micro and macro might be the wrong words, but on the other hand, you've got like what I would call the macro DAOs, the big, you know, the Uniswap DAOs. And the, these could be like the multi-million dollar or eventually multi-billion dollar like investment funds and stuff like that, right? Am I right, Function, in thinking uh, about DAOs this particular way? Because in my mind, it's I'm set on this like micro and macro DAO system, but I might be wrong. Can you help me out? No, I'm I'm I, I'm in a similar exploration. Yeah, I, I like because a lot of the conversations we have are about macro DAOs, you know, and we like talk about it more in nuance. And we don't discuss it being a macro DAO, but hundred um, percent. And like, I guess depending upon the goals of the micro DAO, a lot of micro DAOs want to become macro DAOs, you know. So it's important to have those discussions even pre that that phase, but. Yeah, I mean, I get what you're. I hear what you're saying. It's like, um, it's well, like the mechanics. The mechanics of our DAO is completely different to like a gigantic investment DAO with like you know millions, like AUM or whatever, right? As it should be, yeah, hundred percent. Like as it should be, you know, like that big DAO should not try to copy your structure, or else it wouldn't have fed, and you shouldn't try to copy it. Like it has different amount of members, it has different types of members, it has different level of inspiration. So my curiosity is like, you know, uh, um, what's a good example? Kind of like Legos is a good, or, or uh, fucking, uh, what's that other shit? Those, you know, those building blocks, those logs, uh, I fucking forgot what they're called. Uh, but you used to play with them as a kid and build log cabins and like, uh, uh, you know what I'm talking about, Bruce? I saw you on mute for a second. I, I, I talk about, uh, I, I'm thinking about Duplo. I don't know if it's the same, but I think it's the, basically the same. That's like Lego. Legos. Yeah. yeah, so essentially, like, we'll just use Legos as a super simple example. So, like, imagine, like, Legos, right? You're building, like, a, a, a castle, right? Like, as soon as you build the first structure of the castle, like, that would work for six to ten people, you know? Um, but as, like, more people come into the castle, you're going to need, like, other structures, and eventually you're going to need other towns outside of the main castle you're going to need infrastructure in between those towns and those roads you're going to need communication in between uh leaders of each uh, town aka sphere like all of these different things you're going to need and, and my curiosity becomes is there a base layout that can be built upon like that where it would work for both i don't have the answer but like imagine like yeah, you got a 10 person now. Well, then you only go through the first couple structures, of, like the plans, of, or you only get, get through the first part of the structure. But that's okay. It's only what you need right now. And it's the same structure that you'll eventually get to when you have that 1,000, 2,000, 10,000 person DAO, just more developed and more built out. But the base is the same. Does that make sense? Yeah, mate. That's exactly, mate. That's why we've been like planning our fucking. We're going to do a membership sub-DAO. Like, we've already got uh, the, the Ambedo art DAO. Uh, or shout out Onyx, just jumped in the room. Uh, we'll get you up, Onyx. We haven't got long with your man function, so don't worry. Brucey, bring your Onyx up. So, yeah, dude, uh, we've already got the art DAO, uh, which has got the one-on-one -on -one NFTs that we've been airdropping. We've got the Rack FM Records uh, sub-DAO, sorry, sub-DAO, I should be saying, under, like, the parent one. And the membership one is next. And bro, thinking about the mechanics of how you're going to do this for like, you know, between 200 to 300 people we're expecting, yeah? It's like fucking really worrying, like the pressure from a, going from six people involved 
for like 306 we're like off oh, if we fuck this up this sub there we'd have to get rid of it and start again that would be like really embarrassing and it's like how you how are we going to do how are we going to secure it how are we going to make it like where everyone's engaged and interested it is fucking hard to come up with this shit give me a two like a one two minute or about it so i can like understand it real quick well, dude, we've just created the uh, the the DAO. The Rack FM DAO is basically like to manage, like obviously, like finances, art, uh, all the content, the production, the creativity of the six of us together, right? Uh, all the edited spaces, etc. So the six of us, uh, we're just in a multi-sig, right? We've all got equal voting power. Yeah, uh, we've created uh, like kind of individual sub DAO. So I'm Bedo now. We need to give more Z, but he's got like. He'll be able to like mint his own artwork and be able to like airdrop it to uh, people on our like wallet list, blah, blah. We've then got Rack FM Records where Finn is like releasing raps. We've tied the raps up with like Ambedo's NFTs and we've just airdropped the first rap uh, last week on 420. We sent it to like 420 people. Bruce, get that nest filled up. You're not doing your job tonight, are you, son? I've already DM'd you, bro. Come on, start. We want Rack FM up there. Rack FM's rap. We want fucking No and Z. Come on, we haven't got long of a function, man. I'm sorry, I just, I just made hot. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I just. Get, hurry up, hurry up, get in the fucking nest, you little bastard, right? <laughs> function knows how it rock, rocks on Rack FM now, doesn't he? He's like, fuck, I know where these cunts. Anyway, bro, so we've got the parent now, the six of us on the multi sig. Uh, a couple of individuals have set up like individual sub DAOs that we've recognized. Like, I'm in charge of the staking. So, all of our staking, right? I take care of that. Yeah, manage it. And Bedo can manage the art. Finn managing like the record side of it. We're going to get Bruce and Brasco uh, managing the membership thing. So, we're going to sell a record. And everybody who buys the record uh, is going to get airdropped a token. This is the initial plan. And the token is what's going to give you access. Uh, the token's called Pleb, by the way. The token's going to give you access uh, to the subdow, and being a member of the subdow, the membership subdow is going to give you like loads of perks, and we're just going to ride the wave, dude. We're just trying to we're winging it, function. I'm not going to lie to you, Bruce. I'll tell you, since all this kicked off, uh... as it should be, <laughs> as it should be. I guess okay. So I guess my curiosity becomes, and it's not something that I have an answer to. Maybe something we can discuss further in the future. Um, Tell like, give me thirty seconds on the first sphere you have, or the sub DAO you call them. This sphere, well, well, we've got we've got two, but they're kind of inconsequential to the. It's the membership sub DAO that we're like trying to figure out. This is why we're going slow, you know. Yeah. How do you right? Okay, how how do we bring on two to three hundred people without like shilling shit? But like, we want to provide absolute value for like bottom dollar, like. Like we're gonna release a rap for two dollars, dude. It's got a it's got a one-on-one Ambedo and Rack FM NFT tied to it. Who the fuck doesn't want that in their wallet for two dollars, right? Yeah. I think my curiosity. And then how would how do we onboard them? I think my curiosity becomes less of how you provide value in like a short-term like monetary sense and more of how you like in provide value through incentivization to participate in the overall structures that you guys have. I guess in that question, it makes me curious around, like, have y'all thought about different sub, like, different sub DAOs or different spheres that, like, new participants might be able to fit into that could be, like, previously, like, at least, like, 
have some base structure to them for them to fit into it? Have you thought about like ways to like sort these people so it's not just like like right now it's pretty easy for you guys. You got yes, people, you know what I mean. You're right. Function, your function. You're right. What you're saying is totally correct. Right for the membership one, I did run a poll the other day. And I said, like, if we had, like, factions, membership factions, like, which one would you be in, like, in the poll? And it was, like, uh, it was, like, Dajans, uh, autistics, like, ship posters, like, you know, we just, like, took the piss a little bit. And uh, we got a decent bit of engagement, dude, or, like, like, it was quite, I was, like, fucking hell, all right, this is interesting. Yeah, exactly. I think there's, like, fun ways to sort people into different categories or groups where they're going to feel more... Uh... Uh, participatory and all that good stuff but we can jam more on it later I gotta roll I appreciate you guys no worries man fucking hell do you know how blessed we are to fucking have someone of your caliber on this fucking show man oh, dude we're absolute plebs you're a re- oh, listen to you just let me know when the next one is I'll be on it sounds I love this shit so appreciate and, and wait wait Bruce one second he smoked that much weed the other day him and his son they chased a raccoon out the fucking garage you know that was yeah, mad dude. that we're wild out here in America, bro. Y'all, think y'all crazy in Ireland, man. You, you're in Scotland. You ain't no shit, man. <laughs> Function. How we doing, hey, bro? Take care. Take care. Right. Yeah, I love you to bits. Yeah. Yep. Lovely. Bye, bye. Thank you for coming, man. Fucking great, man. Yeah. Wow. You know, you know, the guest thinks we're plebs when he comes in on his alt alt account, right? Oh, that was, that was, I tell you what, for <laughs> me, for me, that was like quite an intensive, like uh, 30 minutes because I just didn't want to fuck up, you know, you know what I mean? You're like, you need to be there on these things. Anyway, uh, can we welcome uh, Onyx Dow to the stage? Hello there. Hey, everyone. Thanks for having us. Can you hear me okay? Oh, you, you're golden. You're golden, my friend. Yeah, 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 man. You, uh, yeah. you, you sound uh, like North, North American. By that, I would be including like yeah. all of North America. You get, you say North America, are you? <laughs> yeah, you got it spot on. Uh, I'm Jimmy from Onyx Dow. Um, I run the marketing side, so excited to connect with everyone and talk over some topics today. Class, class. I mean, Jimmy, you know these uh, summits. We we never like. Uh, I'll be honest with you, and and you guys didn't do this, right? Absolute legends. Uh, Bruce, I'll tell you, we we get these projects that want to like pre-screen us and all that, and do like pre. I'm like, bro, man, do you know how many hours we put into this shit already? And you're asking for extra, like we can't do it. <laughs> you you charge just rolled in. So yeah, Jimmy, and and often it's actually really good to talk to people that are like either the the marketing or the community managers. Sometimes you get more out of them than the like the the main devs or something, you know. <laughs> or, or <laughs> you decide, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. How much did you hear of uh, Function there? Have you been following his kind of thought process on that lately and the stuff he's been publishing? I haven't. I was having some connection issues, so I only caught the tail end of what he was saying. Um, so unfortunately, I wasn't able to hear what he was going over. Um, what was like the main point of it? I'd love to speak to it. Well, bro, actually, he goes that deep. It's like literally you can ask him the most simplest question on earth and he's going to give you like, like the like the level of like philosophical like intrigue and uh, he said like he's curious and inquisitive and stuff yeah uh, if you go and have a look i'm sure you'll know his profile yeah if you go and have a look you'll actually see the uh, the diagrams and stuff he just put out the other week where he's talking about the spheres and spheres of influence and i really want to get him back on to talk about his what he was talking about proof of reputation because i didn't quite get that but uh, 
I mean, Brucey, uh, just before we kick in, because obviously we've kicked off the show, I mean, properly, is there anything you want to talk about, Bruce? Do you want to address the audience or say anything? Welcome, Onyx, before we go on. Mm, maybe, I don't know, did we do the drop yet? And the snapshot, right? Oh, shit. Have you sported Omniflix or not? Yeah, on Omniflix, yeah. Have you sported them? I'll get the snapshot, man. Yeah. No, no, absolutely not. I, I, bro, somebody just told me your this wallet. Happen. That's your wallet? Yeah, I'll yeah, talk okay. to them then. All right, I'll okay. Do it. Well, while we're doing it, grab the snapshot and we'll finish it. Close it online, yeah. All right, then. And Ambedo, get the one of one. Gary, ready? All Ambedo needs to do is add the Rack FM logo. Like, literally, the Rack FM logo. And we'll put the red clip in and it's done. Right, Onyx, sorry about that. It's just... <laughs> we just... Oh, <laughs> that's all right, mate. We just had a uh, functioning and then we're like, right, okay. Like, we started the show 30 minutes earlier. Obviously, last minute, guys, you know. Couldn't help it. It's recorded, though. Uh, and then I knew, like, I forgot something. And it's a snapshot for the NFT uh, raffle. Remember, any, uh, uh, guys, listen, it hasn't happened yet. If Bruce is just going to go and talk Omniflix now, snapshot hasn't happened. So, yeah, any of you Flickstations, I see Mr. Flix down there and a few others, and I see uh, Cosmodon and that, right? Make sure that you just go and get it, Gary. You know, you just jump on there, uh, Omniflix, type in Gary, make sure you got it, Gary. Hey, you get a raffle ticket. And you'll be get you'll be the only person in the world to ever drop the be drop the Rack FM one on one Gary, and trust me, you're gonna want that. I'd want that in my fucking wallet anyway. Right, without further ado, guys, we've got people coming in later. It's one of those where, like the times, it was kind of crazy to bring everybody in and say we've got Netadow down there and Atlas Dow. I'd love to bring them up as well a bit later on. Uh, but Onyx Dow, they've been in touch for a while. So yeah, Jimmy, uh, you've been you've been with the organization for a while, have you? Yeah, I've been uh, with Onyx Dow since launch. We've been live for a little over a month now. Um, we launched on Arbitrum on the twenty first of March, and um, our our product it's a little different. Um, we kind of wanted to do something different in the DeFi space and Dow space because um, our team we have about. Two, ex two years experience in DeFi. Um, so we saw that there was a lot going on in Arbitrum and wanted to try something that could, you know, align the incentives between users and the organization um, into building a DAO that uh, really works. And um, so essentially we launched as a farming protocol um, and now we're moving into a full perpetuals and predictions market. We just launched our predictions feature last week. Um, it's been going well. So if anyone wants to try that out, we have a Galaxy campaign going on so where you can earn extra awards for doing predictions. Um, but the Onyx token of our DAO is our governance token. Um, and we're getting governance out soon. So the really cool thing about our token is that it's uh, dual function governance and real yield earning. So the revenue earned from our features, a uh, large portion of that will be shared with token holders. So the token holders will be able to vote on what tokens they want to earn from holding Onyx. Um, so it's going to be really exciting. And um, we'll have some more updates on our governance in the next couple of weeks. But we have Snapshot all set up. And we're going to be um, meeting with the community over the next couple of weeks to get ideas of what people want to vote on and how best we can incorporate governance. So I'm a really big decentralization maxi, so I'm excited to get governance set up and get people voting. 
Well, Duke, that's the reason that you're on the show tonight. And a lot of people might not realise how good Rob is and how much research he puts into what he does. Uh, you guys are on that kind of like journey roadmap to to being where you want to be is like a full like DAO, right? And I wish there was a couple of more speakers in here, dude. I was, I, I'm, we are waiting for some other people to come in to bounce, so you can bounce ideas off each other. But <clears throat> you're obviously on the on the roadmap. Uh, are you fairly at the beginning to becoming like a full DAO, fully decentralized autonomous organization? Yeah, we're definitely still at the beginning, but the governance will be a big uh, proponent into getting us to more decentralization. Because um, actually, something interesting I wanted to bring up, and we'd love to get other people's ideas on it. Well, Jimmy, uh, before before we do it, before we do it, can I just clarify that what you've done, you've created a token with like value before you've then moved it over to a governor, or you're going to move it over to be a dual token, a dual purpose token that will be governance as well. So, like, you've done it in reverse to how, I mean, a lot of people just produce the governance token kind of immediately, right? And mm -hmm. kick off. Yeah. Yeah. But you guys are doing it a different way. Yeah. Yeah, so we had it first to where the token has that real yield utility and then governance is added on. Oh, yeah, and spot that, dude. So what were you going to say about your, was it your roadmap there you were going to mention? Yeah, um, I was just going to speak to more of the DAO side of things because over the past two years, I've worked with uh, multiple different DAO organizations. And I think a lot of times, you know, people want to get decentralized first and then they look to being autonomous and organized. But kind of the way I see it and what we've really done with Onyx is that we kind of build in the reverse order to where we want to get everything organized, get it working autonomously and then introduce that decentralization. Because uh, kind of the way I've seen it, that like helps the organization run more smoothly. Um, but I would love to get people's ideas on that. I've got a question for you, Jimmy, and it's kind of how we started like with Function earlier. Uh, the acronym. So I, I speak to a lot of like non-DAO people. I'm just come outside, dude. Sorry, wait, I turn this fan off. All everyone listening to me be like, there's Robo going outside with his fan on again, the pleb. Dude, we talk about the acronym. That's a good place to start, Jimmy, right? I think this is yeah. what bugs a lot of people, yeah. Like right, I understand why the acronym was created like back in the day. Yeah, it kind of represents the theory or the idea, but in reality, in the practical circumstances. Like, you know, I mean, first of all, I said the function is how much decentralization is actually fucking needed if you're dealing with a little micro uh, DAO like ours, where we've all got little individual tasks, right? That's quite like with our DAO, uh, staking and, you know, unstaking, blah, blah, it is centralized with me. Right, the production of the mm -hmm. NFTs and, and the mass mint when we get going, and he's, he's you know, he doesn't have to work anymore. There'll be Ambiro's like responsibility, you know. But like when we bring on the membership DAO, obviously, we'd hope to be able to kind of transition out of that. And again, autonomous, like, well, it's autonomous if all you're doing is like voting. That's how it might seem to you as, as an end user, but like. There's people like us in the background who have to build the props and do the work. And I, I, the autonomous is basically just about the smart contract execution. And it doesn't mean that there's not people involved in doing shit, right? So, yeah, dude, the right. acronym, the acronym, I mean, uh, have you had any pushback? Have you had any issues? Give us your crack. Yeah, I haven't had much pushback. Um, I think definitely in the space, people are familiar with it. But I agree, I think. A lot of people don't really go below the surface to see what that means or in what capacity the acronym is actually being fulfilled. Because um, I agree with you. I think I, I personally love decentralization, um, but I think unless you're like at a huge organization level, it's hard to have. 
to be super deep. Um, so I think it kind of like there's ways you can do it, but it's not always the most effective, if that makes sense. Like definitely getting everything organized and then seeing how it can be mostly autonomized through smart contracts is the best way to go. And then seeing how you can further decentralize those, because I think, you know, even if you're at the biggest level, there's still going to be like some degree of centralization. It's just hard to have things executed without that. But I think it's kind of like, how can you find the best ways to decentralize and give people who are part of the organization or have some stake in it, give them um, some autonomy, but there'll still be like a some degree of centralization and unless like a project gets huge, like Aave or Uniswap or something like that. Um, but yeah, the smaller ones, I think will always have a degree of centralization, especially from my experience in the space. Well, Jimmy, that was, that was actually something that when we talked about the acronym, I actually followed up with them about this was like, like realistically in my mind, I am just looking at DAOs as like two ways. I'm looking at the big uh, DAOs for the, the people in the audience who are the Juno people, you know, I'm talking about like, obviously Juno's a DAO, right? Essentially, uh, but the, say the core one, the core one sub DAO uh, on, on Juno, right guys? That they, they, Like these are kind of like big DAOs, even the, the growth there, sub DAO, et cetera. Like, so there's, there's micro DAOs and there's macro DAOs. Onyx, do you think that or is there something in the middle? Like, I'm, I'm just looking at, like, okay, there's, the, like, what we've got, these little micro DAOs, these little, you know, SMEs or whatever operating together off each other's talents, and then you've got, like, the macro DAOs that might be, like, the Uniswap DAOs, or the, you know, or or your DAO eventually, probably, right, in the next five or ten years, you know, or these ones that will have, like, hundreds of millions, like, you know, AUM or whatever. Is that the right way to think about DAOs, or am I wrong? No, I think that's a great way to think about it because, yeah, there's different, uh, you know, project sizes and stages. And I think, too, as we like continue to grow and the uh, Web3 space gets bigger, we'll see even more like uh, subsets of DAOs and what their sizes are. Because even from like two years ago, it's changed immensely. Um, but no, I think that's a good way to look at it, like kind of like the micro macro. And then I think there's definitely like some middling stages. Um, it'd be really awesome if someone like helped identify those and see like what that means um but no i agree i think it is like a spectrum of stages sorry bro i was just tweeting out there i am not normally that i was just literally trying to tag someone i only got through one person's name there as well hey sorry, jimmy buddy. from from your opinion what are the the biggest dangers uh, i always have to ask about this mind what are the biggest dangers like that lie ahead for uh DAOs? is it the maybe the uh the lack of security knowledge, like how to secure your DAO, because very recently uh, on where the, the networks where we hang around, right, over on like uh, IBC, Cosmos, yeah, mm -hmm. uh, like we hang around over on like a permissionless smart contract platform. It's called Juno. We've got a tooling called uh, DAODAO, DAODAO.zone, right? It's some of the best DAO tooling that's out there, in my opinion. Uh, but like we we've seen some ridiculous hacks recently. We're not really hacks. I don't even want to call them exploits. It's where a DAO hasn't secured its uh, treasury properly, uh, mm -hmm. some uh, or its governance votes itself. Someone's like being able to secure like more tokens, come in, just put props up, and just mint and take over. Right? Uh, we've seen this moving forward. I mean, is it security that's going to be the biggest problem, or is it organization? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I, I think they kind of go hand in hand. I would say I, I do think security is probably the biggest issue, um, just in, definitely in uh, terms of DAOs and crypto. 
um, you know, that's how we're going to be able to get more people onboarded from that web too, is like once they feel like it's secure, because if you talk to someone who's outside of the sphere, who isn't into uh, web through your DAOs much, you know, they're always like, oh, you can get hacked easy, you can do this, um, which I think a lot of that security goes into the organization piece. Like, obviously, it's hard to be 100% um, secure just with how everything works with like new smart contracts and everything. But I think having the organization steps there to make sure that everything is um, as secure as possible and then as transparent as possible so users can see that, you know, you can have like multi-signature wallets, have um, things set up with the tokens where, you know, they're hard-coded, where you can't produce more than a certain amount. Um, that's something we've done with our Onyx token, just so everyone can see, like once we hit our hard cap, no more can ever be printed no matter what happens. Um, so I think there's a lot that can be done with that. but. I would say security is probably the biggest issue because even if you look in the DeFi space, you know, we saw Sushi had an exploit not that long ago and they're like one of the biggest decentralized exchanges. So oh, I killed them, didn't it? I killed yeah. them, Sushi, didn't it? Yeah, so it's tough because it's like, you know, no matter how big you are, um, you know, how much security you take, there is always that risk, um, which I think most people who are in the Web3 space are, you know, comfortable with or understand. Um, but still, I think it's going to be be an interesting next few years to see how that goes. Cause especially anytime there's like novel smart contracts created, there's only so much an auditing firm can do uh, to, to find those. Cause you know, until it's tested and like, uh, especially battle tested over like months or years, you're not gonna be able to see how it stands up. Um, so yeah, I would say definitely security is probably the biggest challenge faced by the DAO and Web3 space. Well, this, this might be where DAOs as a service uh, actually comes into play. Right, so Onyx, here we go. Let's get out of the fucking real shit. Uh, are you guys using any uh, underlying tech, like a back-end tech, right, and building a front-end on it, or are you building all your back-end contracts yourself? What's, what's the crap with your tech? Yeah, so um, for our farming, which we launched with, it was uh, fork from PancakeSwap. So it was like very battle tested code, which had been audited. And then we made sure everything was set up um, and transparent in both our docs and then on chain. So all of our contracts were verified. We ran everything through a diff checker. So you could see it was only like name values were changed. Um, and then we did our own audit after just to, you know, for to show everyone it's secure, build that trust. And uh, like our biggest value was transparency and honesty. So we just want to show everyone that um you know like all of our smart contracts are secure we're taking all of our due diligence needed to keep that up um and then one thing that's really nice is that the features we're adding are white label solutions so they come from big partners in the space who have um, had everything uh fully audited and they've been battle tested as well so for our predictions it launched through our partner nexter who actually went through binance labs um and they've launched with big projects like quick swap pancake swap so Everything we're doing has been very battle tested on multiple chains. And um, we're going to do the same for our perpetuals, which is slated to come out next month. Um, we'll have some more info on that. But yeah, anything like that, we make sure that uh, the partner is secure, that we can, you know, they have an audit report that we can look through um, and just make sure we're doing the due diligence on our side and then testing before we launch it to make sure everything works well. Bro, what do you think about this argument about like DAOs by default should all be open source? Every like when it goes live, okay, in production, uh, sorry, in development, it's absolutely like fine, right? To 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 be like when there's nobody or no like you know when you just like test and etc. Right? 
but by default, uh, when they'd kind of go live or whatever, like it should be, well, not when it goes live, sorry, when, when the work's finished, that should be all open source. What do you think? Yeah. yeah. Versus an no, audit, closed audit. Yeah, I'm definitely for open source and open audits because I think it just helps everyone see and then um, also people can build upon existing features because I think that's a really cool thing about the space is that, um, you know, like maybe someone has an initial idea, but then other people see it and can um, do new things with it or put their own spin on it. Um, I, I'm i definitely for that. I think what I've seen a lot of the closed sourcing um comes from i've seen it a lot more with bigger organizations like the uniswap v3 um i think because it kind of gets in that weird spaces it's like if a new product that has like a lot of profit potential is it a um you know is it an intellectual property or is it for everyone on the blockchain to use and innovate on which is a really interesting argument i think it depends how you see it but personally i like the open source because that's where the innovation comes from and I think that's a really cool thing about the space is everyone can kind of innovate and look to, you know, put their own spin on things. Yeah, I think I think uh, things are going to fucking heat up me like in the Dow space in the next uh, 12 months to 18 mm -hmm. months. I think we're going to see an explosion of uh, DAOs as a service. And I think what comes with that is also like rug pulls, uh, which it would be obvious, wouldn't it, to be at like pump? Uh, uh, an application or even an app chain or a sovereign a sovereign l2 you know what i mean or like a, like is a is a, a like a a dow app chain kind of thing and it, i mean we've seen like rug pulls were pretty much everything that's come along every innovations had a rug pull right mm -hmm. and i just wonder yeah. where where that really starts to come in like with DAOs, you know yeah that's true i i don't know for that i i guess it depends what their um what they have in terms of smart contracts for each DAO. I know like the DAO space is pretty wide in terms of, you know, do they have like any kind of staking or with tokens? Um, but yeah, I think that's always, always a risk, but it kind of goes back to that open sourcing and auditing and making sure everything has those transparent security checks to make sure Correct. like any users who come in can, you know, check and make sure they're comfortable with, because there's always going to be, you know, a certain amount of risk in Web3. But I think there's a lot you can do from the organization side to make sure you're as transparent as possible and you're, you're building trust with that community which also comes from interactions, not just from code, because they want to see there's a real person behind it that cares and wants to put in the time for the project. So I think Correct. That's, a, that's a big component yeah. as well. Correct, because uh, Juno, which is like simply a smart contract, uh, uh, like AppChain, uh, I mean, essentially, it's a, it's a fucking hub. It's, an, uh, it's a smart contract hub, isn't it? But that's exactly like like the situation uh, with them. Dude, I, I, like I'm, I'm always going to be conscious of time because we have got other people coming in. Very quickly, though, legalities. Uh, I've been down this route with our DAO recently, and we're going to be getting uh, uh, some people in lately who are going through this process. Uh, like I, I'm, I'm aware of like people think when they hear DAO, the crypto people, they think, oh, it's just you know, a group of people spread all over the world, blah blah blah. They don't have to worry about anything, but that's not the case. When you run an even like a little pleb DAO, like ours was six people and we're just uh, dropping NFTs for free to people and we're creating spaces and creating wraps and shit and artwork and we're having fun, right? But we're bringing people on board. We're building, building a brand and we're building an audience, right? Even we've been through this legality situation because we were like, oh, fuck, okay, well, we can't supply invoices. 
well, if we want this kind of funding or we want this or that, we need to be a supply invoices and shit. Like there, people think that this is like doesn't happen, but it's it's the opposite, dude. So what about you guys? And I know it might be difficult for you to speak, Jimmy. That's fine. But if you can talk to us about your legal journey at all, that will be fantastic. Sure. So I can't get too much into it just because there's a lot like still being set up. Um, and I know the biggest thing too, it depends on which jurisdiction you're in, which um is, is a big thing. So I know I've talked with people from other DAOs and projects from other countries and like they've had a much easier time than other people. Um, so it kind of depends where you get that set up. It can either be like a lot easier or a lot harder. Um, I will say from what I've seen, there is a lot to the decentralized aspect. So, and again, I don't know, it depends on what jurisdiction you're in, but you can, um, like there's a lot that you can do with like, if you can prove it is decentralized, like if there's voting on things, and that no one person is making like the heavy decisions um, that has like legal standing. Um, so I think that's is, a really is that big because is that because of the security issue? Because that's that's the biggest thing I hear about the Dow thing, right? Is it if you do get caught out, you know, I mean, if you're doxxed and if you're jurisdiction or whatever, it's the, the the biggest thing that people are worried about. And I know people have got big sponsorships coming and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Is that a is that a problem for them? Do you think? I think it definitely could be because, yeah, there's a lot of speculation on, you know, as we saw the, like the news piece last week where they asked Gary Gensler, is it the aim of security? And he couldn't even say like, it's not that people like can have securities and are trying to hide it under the radar. It's just like, we don't know. And it's like if people at the top can't say if it's a security or not, it's like, how are people supposed to know when they're putting something out that is, uh, you know, decentralized and anyone can own it and vote? So I think that's the hardest thing is that there's so much gray area and like DAOs are moving so fast. And so is crypto that it's so hard to catch up. Um, but I think too. Oh, it's fucking mad, bro, like, isn't it? Isn't it yeah, mad? it makes no sense. Dude, dude, <laughs> dude, we created ours on the 25th of Jan. And then I, I got a dengue fever. So I was off the fucking table for a couple of weeks, right? Uh, yeah. I was fucking absolutely butchered like. And then we came back, and since, I mean, when we came back, we had a bit of shit, but since we came back, dude, we've just been dropping fucking, like, one-on-one -on -one NFT after another. Like, we were already do we're doing a collection of 10 on a chain called Omniflix, which is, like, an NFT app chain on the Cosmos, right? And we're already done, like, four of 10. Uh, we've just dropped it. Like, dude, we don't even know, like, what's happening. And it's, like, this is accelerating. So, like, we're, we're on a treadmill. But the treadmill's like running like much faster than we can keep up on it. But we're going to try and keep up, you know. But that's what DAOs are like, right? Exactly. Yeah, because it's just it's like it's even if you want to like do everything by the book, there's no book to really put it against. So there's always that gray area. Um, but I I think too, like as long as you can prove it's like decentralized and that you're trying to do everything right, I think it will be fine. But that's not legal advice, and I'm not a lawyer by any means, so. Um, Jimmy, are yeah. you are you a purist? Are you a purist though? Because this is what. Oh, sorry about the dogs next door, dude. We'll go inside. Can you hear the dogs on us? Are they kicking off? Uh, just Bruce. a little bit, not too loud. Can you hear the dogs? Sorry, dude. I live in Bangkok. Uh, Bangkok never sleeps like twenty four hours a day. And I actually live in the foot. I live in the furthest bloody suburb of Bangkok I could live in, and it's still noisy as fuck. <laughs> uh, Brucey, I didn't want to take all the stage tonight. Brucey, have you got, because I know you've been like diet, that's some questions, uh, and Sam's coming up here. So before we bring Sam in, Brucey, got anything? Don't throw me under the bus, Robo, man. 
I'm not. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But yeah, I'm just enjoying listening to Vintage Robo, man. It's a good, All... good space. This that is a good space. Your man of harmonics is a fucking diamond, isn't he? Lovely. Yeah, but I actually have one question, Onyx. Sure. Are you smart yeah. a joint? Are you smart a joint there? You t- sounded like you just took one big talk before you asked that question there. That's true. Yeah, I have some Are good you ears, man. <laughs> Did you hear that? He's like, okay, I've got a question. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. Okay. Just remember, man, this is a recorded space and it's not legal to smoke where I am. So just keep it on the down low. But Sorry, Onyx, they, don't they, worry know about it, Cor- they know you're in Copenhagen, man. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> So, Onyx, you said something about uh, making your token into a governance token later on, right? Yeah, it'll be uh, part of our next phase, so it'll be within the next month. We already have our snapshot set up. We're just uh, getting with the community on proposals and getting all of that finalized. So you're getting a snapshot set up. So you're gonna use. I'm just. I'm just. The reason why I'm asking you is because we have had a lot of discussion in this space in the on the ibc in the cosmos regarding mm-hmm. the benefits of having a token that's not only a token but it's also a governance token for example when we look at osmo and how the dex token became a do- governance token and how it basically drove down the price of of cosmos because everything was, was paired up against it hmm. yeah and i think for- also yeah go ahead sorry Oh, no, you're fine. Yeah, I think for bigger ones like that, it's it can be interesting because there's also a lot of speculation with those bigger tokens. Um, but I think with ours, because we just have one token for our whole DAO, so it kind of has uh, multiple utilities, which helps it you know, keep the price as well as um, give users uh, bonus utilities besides just you know buying it to vote on proposals. Because ours, it's uh, part of our real yield rewards, which is how we share revenue with our uh, holders. So right now we have pool set up so you can stake your Onyx token to um, earn Arbitrum token, USDC, Bitcoin, ETH. Um, and then w- with our features coming out, uh, the l- large portion of that revenue will be shared with holders. Um, so even though you're staked in the pools, you can still vote in Snapshot. So it allows them to earn rewards and then like the governance is um, another utility as well. So you can still be earning rewards and vote on proposals and kind of do it all with just that one token which helps, you know, from the organization standpoint, as well as helps people want to buy and hold Onyx because it has that dual reward utility. Jimmy, how much, how much work did you have to put into your fucking tokenomics, dude? I bet you had, I have some big brains on the math for this shit, right? It, uh, yeah, because when we launched, um, we just made it, like our whole game plan like completely transparent with like charts and exactly what we wanted to do from like day one to the hard cap. Just so, because we love transparency and it just helps everyone be on the same page. Um, so yeah, before launch, I spent about like 30 to 40 hours on our Git book, just trying to get everything in order and like update and then run it through. Like, does this make sense? Can this be updated? So it was quite a bit, but uh, yeah, our core team has, um, we've been in DeFi for the past two years. So we really wanted to like make sure everything was solid before we launched and just like iron out all the tokenomics and make sure it all lined up. So it was a lot of work, but it's been nice to. Uh, to get all that done and have a game plan from the start. Do you do you know the neck? Do you know do you know Eric the Neck Weissman or not? You heard of him before, no? Um, I think so, yeah. <laughs> oh, you know Eric there. Yeah? <laughs> no, no, bro. I was gonna say he's a good friend of uh, Bruce's. Well, actually, Bruce is a bit of a fanboy, but that's uh, that's acceptable, but Eric. That's, Bruce it's, is true. Being, it's true. Br- 
Bruce will be in the DMs. He'll be like, Eric, I need you to go and check these tokenomics out for me right now. This is what Bruce would be like in the DMs, man, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, man. It's fucking true. Yeah, hey, I'm more than happy to have him check it out. It's all on our, uh, our docs. Can we ask a, 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 like a non-DAO uh, related question quickly before we bring Sam in? And this is quite relevant, actually, for what we've just been speaking about. Uh, Onyx Dow, Jimmy, it's your, the first time you've popped on a Rat FM spaces. I just DM'd you, like, out the blue, blah, blah. You're really nice about it. Are you enjoying yourself? Are you having fun, brother? Oh, definitely. Yeah, this has been the most fun space I've been on since we launched. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this on Rack FM, guys. You heard that fucking here. Anyway, let's welcome. Honestly, Jimmy, you've been golden, son. Absolutely golden. Sam, hello, brother. We've been waiting for you, kid. Hey, sorry, guys. I got uh, I got held up, um, and I, I thought the space was starting at uh, five for some reason. But you started a lot earlier, didn't you? <sighs> Bro, wait, 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 wait. So, like, I was on the way. I had to work uh, five till seven tonight, right? My time, my time. Yeah, I was ahead of you. And then I was on the like train on the way to work the underground, and I just look on the phone, and then functions like shit, bro. I'm really sorry. It, like, it was genuine as fuck. He's like, something's like come up, and I cannot swerve it. He's like, are we like, can I jump on half an hour earlier with you? So, it like it started. Uh, this started like what forty minutes ago. But it started like, well, it started 40 minutes ago. It started just over an hour ago, but we've kind of been running for 40 minutes from the normal time, right? Should have been five your time now, Sam? No? Yeah. 11 yeah, my yeah, time? Should have been five. I got caught up with real life stuff. Uh, I'm getting married. I'm Are you good, brother? 12 weeks, so it's uh, taking over crypto, which is a good thing for some, but not for others. <laughs> Congratulations. And celebration. Have you been together a long time, Sam? Have you? Ten years, yeah. Oh, <laughs> got to put a ring on it <laughs> all this time. Anyway, brother, uh, I don't know if you caught uh, what Onyx was saying, uh, and and Jimmy was very limited as to what he could like say fully, blah blah about the legalities. But uh, we're in here, and this is the. I'm sorry you've missed like function, but he said he said he would come back. So I tell you what, Sam, in the next week to 10 days how about we put a proper one on and we get your man function back in as well yeah and a few others is that all right so come on sam talk us through your dow proposition at the minute and and what you've been like figuring out lately and about dubai i mean just give us what you can speak on if that's all right right yeah sure man um so you know i'm just starting the venture into dows uh basically with stone dying we're an nft collection but we've got an opportunity to invest in a company in Thailand with the mint proceeds. Now, I can't take the mint proceeds and invest as a single entity because obviously there's loads of different factors that need to be taken into place. Um, so if, the, if I create the DAO, that then created the NFTs essentially. And the mint proceeds from the NFTs um, are quite a hefty bunch between 50 to 70% of the mint proceeds will be invested into this company. So essentially we'll be like an investment DAO. Uh, we won't have a utility token or a governance token, uh, but we will have the NFTs, which are token gated to get access into the DAO. Uh, I'm looking to set up the company in potentially Dubai, uh, but you know, I'm keeping all options open. I'm speaking to a few lawyers over the next couple of weeks anyway. Why, why can I, just very quickly Sam, why Dubai? Uh, it, was just, it was just one of the things that, that they've come up. Obviously, it's becoming like a bit of a hub for welcoming crypto um, and also DAOs. 
So it, it just it just came across from a little bit of research that they've put in for some new framework. And, uh, you know, they... Is this recent, Sam? Yeah, is this last, recent framework? Last couple, of, last couple of weeks. Oh, I think we've got a bit of feedback. Sorry, Sam. I'll shut up while you're speaking because I think you and I have got a bit of feedback. So I'll jump on the microphone out of the headset. So don't worry, mate. So a couple of weeks ago, you said? Or a couple of months? Uh, a couple of weeks ago, they've, they've just submitted some... Um, they want to get some feedback for the legislation to try to push for DAOs. But again, I'm still super early, so I'm exploring all options, you see. So you you did look into some of the other options that you and I talked about, which was the like Wyoming DAO, uh, LL, uh, LLC, the uh, unincorporated interest in the UK. So did you, obviously, with that being the UK, you probably looked into that one pretty quick, right? The unincorporated interest. What did you find out? Yeah, so... Oh, we... Okay. Oh, we've got Onyx. Oh, sorry, guys. I do apologise. Sorry, Sam. I didn't want to cut you off, but Onyx just like DM me at the same time. He jumped out the room. Sorry, Jimmy. If you listen back to the replay, Jimmy, I, I'm sorry we didn't get a chance to say goodbye to you. Uh, you're a lovely fella. As your project moves on, we'll have you back on the show again, no doubt, in the future. And we'll get your fucking autistic devs on as well. All right, son. Take care. Sorry, Sam. What were you saying about the UK you looked into? Yeah, so this, they still, from the... It's quite hard to set it up in the UK. It's not as simple as 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 uh, it it looks, uh, and you can still be held accountable as the person that starts the DAO in terms of you know, is it a security? Is it not? You're not. I'm not selling shares to investors. I'm creating investment DAO, which is buying shares that then gets token gated via NFTs, if that makes sense. So dividends will be paid into the DAO, and the DAO then distributes the dividends between the holders of the NFTs, which will be in the DAO. So basically, uh, Sam, I-, I want people to pick up on this vibe. Anybody that is thinking about like creating a DAO and you know, there's a lot of like uh, value in being able to create these NFT projects that can be related to DAOs and, you know, passive income and ROI, et cetera, et cetera. Like Sam, you're probably going to admit that like taking care of all of like the legalities in your particular jurisdiction that you want to operate in is like quite imperative to do that. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, mate, like when you've got um, companies or NFT projects or whatever committing to pay you a passive income which is obviously the buzzword at the minute you got to work out how they're going to do that and you know if it's all done by crypto then that's fine but we're investing in a web 2 company and web investing into a company that is web 2 you need to have all everything legit so i can't i could let's say you know i did it by the original way which i was thinking of doing it investing it personally and then creating a DAO and paying into the DAO. But that would mean that the investment from the NFTs, whether it's 20 grand or 200 grand, I would then be taxed on that in the UK as a UK citizen um, because uh, I, that's where I'm based. But whereas the NFT holders are all over the world, so it makes more sense to create a DAO, which has its own jurisdiction if it was to be registered in somewhere like Wyoming or um, uh, Dubai. Or pa- Panama, Panama, yeah, got all these <laughs> other things, so people can have access to the DAO, where wh- whichever country it's registered to, and then as it's registered, it will have the benefits of being able to be invest in a Web two company and be a registered shareholder. Um, but if I was to say do that as a single entity, then that comes with all the tax. Uh, not that we're evading tax or anything, <clears throat> but obviously it's to do with. Um, 
making sure everything's as legit as possible because realistically when you want to invest into a project the most easiest way to secure like to see whether it's safe is how legit they are in, in the protocols that they're following so investing in this entire company there has to be a registered DAO so finding them the best place for this DAO to be homed is is what I'm looking at to at the minute and uh, I'm in the process of speaking with someone that is very clued up essentially because they've got a lot of research into securities versus DAOs uh, that's the most important thing for me because realistically it's not going to be a security because you're not promised to own shares uh, and you're not promised that the token will go up because your NFT is the value so if the NFT goes up that's just due to speculation however the company shares you know they're in the seed round so the idea of investing into a company in the seed round is that they get into their second stage of funding which will then increase the value of the company and they use the money from the seed rounds and phase two to increase their growth and ultimately increasing their share price before they get listed on whatever exchange they go on so you know there's always got to be an exit plan with uh, building a company of that scale and the exit plan will be the coin offer it not coin sorry the stock uh, being listed on a wh whatever market they decide to list on yeah well they, would, they could easily list here in thailand like it's pretty fucking simple to be able to get on the uh, thai stock exchange here uh, right, like Sam, we've been talking about all fucking stuff tonight, right? We've been talking, like, you know, so we just fucking go on and on, right? Uh, is this, oh, your woman, B Bands is in. Oh, hello, darling. She's probably been really busy earlier. She'll be listening to the replay because this has been fucking brilliant. Uh, oh, wait a minute, we kind of get B Bands up as co host. Uh, right, Sam, while, while we saw B Bands out, question for you. And I'll shut my mouth. Uh, did you always intend to like do this, or is this something that's just like fucking happened to you? Like, like what's happening with us and Rack FM and the Dow and you know and Finn and <clears throat> the, like and Bado, the art, like all of it is just like fucking hell. We I kind of keep up. Came out of nowhere, bang! It's all magic, right? Like, did you? In, is this your plan all along, or is this like organically happened, bro? No, yeah, totally. It's happened all organically. Like this project started as an art project, um, like a year to two years ago, and it's just snowballing uh, faster and faster. So I need to just get a rain on it real quick and just grab these opportunities that have come up because essentially, if if this goes ahead, then we could potentially be the first ever cannabis investment DAO um, that any ecosystem has ever seen. And that is obviously a huge, huge selling point for the DAO. Uh, and then... My man. My man's <laughs> that. Not only that as well, um, you know, it's it's worrying to see that NFTs have sort of fallen off a cliff in terms of the sales. I think I saw a post the other day about the... Um, I think that a thousand, minus a thousand ETH uh, is, is, is what the loss is for most NFTs at the minute, that, like the big blue chip projects. And at the end of the day, you need to think about with a project, uh, how are you going to increase liquidity for that project? You know, you do your first collection, you, you do a lot of sales, but everyone knows that when you do your second collection, your third collection, the sales start dropping off because you're not really inventing, uh, you're not inventing the wheel. So you need to bring in liquidity, especially to the holders of your collection and essentially the investors of your company or your DAO. And so to do that, what better way to actually invest in a company that is trying to be 
trying to monopolize a certain market and also their so their growth is very exponential uh, essentially so using the investment into another company is the way to drive liquidity back into your project and to actually reward holders in 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 money because passive income like i said is is a buzzword but how do you do passive income from an nft project unless you're providing your own coin or your own crypto then you can't really provide value unless you release another uh, collection and when you release another collection you're diluting the holders of that of the original collection so the point is you need to think of ways to to incentivize new users and also bring money into the project you know there are definitely projects out there that are doing a great job in you know producing new collections coming up with new innovative ways to market their collection and you know with what you can actually do with nfts and i'm not taking away from that because that in itself is a way to drive more liquidity to your project but in terms of scalability for me i can't just keep making collections because collections will just dilute the whole project as a whole and you know and you know you can't convince new users to buy a project when you've already got holders like take space skellies for example ej is a solid builder he's got a whole dev team he's creating some crazy stuff and that is going to be driving new users every day because of what he's building but if you take someone like um no names actually and there's no point uh, saying any names if you're just going to release a collection to bring more money <laughs> <laughs> we're in the exam looked up at the record yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah no if you if, you know you can't just release a collection and expect the exact same thing to happen again because one your old your original holders are obviously going to potentially buy again and maybe some other people are going to buy and i'm missing out but you're still not bringing value to your original holders um, but then let's use Space Skellies as an example again, like Vans is here. You know, EJ is creating some cool, cool contracts and cool, you know, swaps. He's got the evil Skellies coming, conditional NFTs or whatever you want to call them. Uh, All right, calm down. Kill your own project, man. Yeah, Come on. Let the man speak. I'm just saying because EJ has been one of my <laughs> solid friends throughout this whole journey, and he's, he's doing something innovative and new and that's what i want to do you know i want to create this investment now i want to be able to reward people with dividends i want to do it legitly and i want to be able to do it so that it's secure um but you know that's what i'm saying there's two there's two approaches that you can do to to bring money to the project but then you can't just keep reduce uh, releasing more and more collections and, and and Sam, very, very quickly, before we get on, I want to welcome B-Bands. And, and, oh, Tank's dropped as well. I want to bring Tank in the conversation a bit later. Uh, I just want to say, your man, Sam, here, out representing the fucking Brits here. Are you listening to the articulation, guys, and the level of, like, foresight, fucking forethought, insight? I, I, listen, you should be fucking, you should be subscribed and listen to this fucking show tonight. If we were charging for this show tonight on fucking what, Twitch or some shit, we be raking this shit in because this is classic stuff, right, Sam? Uh, what are you? What are your intentions in regard to your tech? Are you planning on going to use like a DAO as a service as your back end and just going to get some front end devs to build you something out? What is your actual like logistical plans for your uh, DAO? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, 
you know, there's quite a few DAO tools that already exist. So um, I don't have to create anything new, essentially. Uh, it just needs to be a registered DAO, which is token game. No, no, I mean your front end. I didn't mean, no, no, no. So like who's going to write your contracts kind of thing versus like, what about like, your? is it going to be a, a solely like personalized front? Like Rack FM hasn't got a personalized front end, right? We're using DAO DAO, right? Like, but DAO DAO can be a DAO as a service, right? This is what people are talking about right now is that that's what DAO should be providing all the back end or that's what they're going to be anyway probably when they monetize right like what are your intentions how are you actually going to have this because it's, it's it's technology at the end of the day right for code blah 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 so what's the setup have you got that far or not uh so basically with the dao you don't necessarily need access to it as the user or the holder of the nft the nft will automatically give you access to the DAO, which is on the back end, which can be made on, on the multiple DAO tools. And essentially that NFT is then your access to the DAO, which will then receive dividends. Um, so you, in terms of like the voting system, I see what you mean in terms of the voting system. I'm pretty sure, I'm not too sure how, uh, what's it called on uh, Polygon, the DAO system, something like uh, Aragon or uh, yeah, Aragon, uh -huh. that's it. You know, you okay. just go on and you you get your access and you can vote based on holding the NFT. Uh, whether it means that we create a utility token um, for, sorry, a governance token, which will be then airdropped to the holders of the NFT. But when you sell your NFT, you lose your utility, to, uh, your governance token. Uh, that's stuff to soon still be worked out, if that makes sense. Well, like, I mean, I, I, well, I'm not going to say it's pretty much like what like, Raccoon did, but like, Raccoon just like created their own fucking DAO, basically, like didn't they? That's exactly what they did. All right, that's exactly that's exactly where I'm trying to go. <laughs> I'm basically copying everything RackFM does. <laughs> They'll sell you the code if you didn't fucking share it because we're closed source. <laughs> Shout out Jacob, are you listening? Shave your beard off, you fucking terrorist looking cunt. Anyway, that's where they'll not listen. But uh, B bands, welcome, darling. The queen has arrived. Hello, hello. I was Look in a meeting. You come in the room and he starts shilling skellies. I was like, Sam, are we a man? Fucking shut up a minute, will you? <laughs> you know what? You know what? Thank you, Sam. I appreciate it. It was like he saw my sexy skelly and he was like, oh, my God, I, I just got to talk about it. Look at that PFP. So hot. Can't help myself. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Uh, no, so, oh, well, I'm, I'm sorry that I missed it. always starts shilling my project as soon as I enter that space. So I thought I'd do my uh, due diligence and uh, talk about space skellies. He's never, he's never shilled you once on the NFT roundtable. I've not because he would. I'm not there. Oh, I'm not there. Oh, because you're a bear. It's middle of the night for you, man. It's like eight o'clock my fucking time. It's like two a.m. for you. I'm glad we talk about you all, all the Brits. That's the roundtable is when we shit on the Brits, right? <laughs> I'm only joking. For any new listeners in the room, uh, B bands. It's all about the Dow. Yeah, this is, I want to just quickly kind of reset the room, are we a little bit or whatever? Uh, Jake, Jake's phrase is a classic, isn't it? Uh, it's, we're living in the age of Taoism. You know, I love that. Like, people lived in the age of fucking Darwinism, right? Like, you know, in the late 1800s, right? 1860s, 70s, whatever. Like, we are living, are, are we or are we not living in the, the age of Taoism? Because... I just love waking up and thinking, like, can we put some props up? Like, like, can we can we run a competition and, and do something? Or can we use some treasury shit to buy NFTs? I'm like, this group of people that, like, I work with and talk with every day, like, 
this little family. I don't know. B-bands, are we living in the age of the Dow? Is it about, like, are we early or are we really fucking early or what? I mean, could we be too early? Yes. Oh, spicy. Oh, spicy. And that's, that's the problem, I think. I mean, are we too early? Yeah, I, I mean, think that's, I what, think that's what the do problem you think? that we all face uh, already, you know, like with a lot of the investments that we make in the uh, companies and crypto that we invest in, we could just be too early. We've not got main adoption for crypto essentially and we're all building this cool stuff but you know we've got to make do what we got especially in the market conditions we're in well well how far i mean that's a good that's a good talking point that i mean how far down the pecking order are DAOs, and what will it take to get them up because like if you look traditional currency like you've got btc overriding everything right is the is the god the zeus of the fucking entire thing right but there's like obviously a lot more to it but if you look at the different quadrants, right, whether that be uh, whether it's based on DeFi, whether it's based on oracles, uh, whether it's based on uh, meme coins, whether it's based on NFTs, right? You've got all those different like layers kind of thing, right? And not layers because that looks like it sounds like a stack, but you know what I mean. Uh, where's where are DAOs right now in the pecking order? Because to me, they're right at the bottom under meme coins, and that's only due to like adoption. Lack of awareness, lack of knowledge, lack of adoption, etc. Am I right or am I fucking stoned again? Well, DAOs were like a buzzword two years ago. You know, if uh, DAOs were on roadmaps, then everyone just sort of bought in. But now DAOs are here. No one's really buying in because we've not really unleashed the power of the DAO. Good fucking point. Good fucking point. I mean, I, we'll quickly ask the other fucking panellists to here that particular question. Do you, I, do you want to comment or not? Can I say something real quick? Of course, darling, always. So, um, I, don't you think that the only, like, real chain that released the power of the DAO was um, Ethereum? Or because they hacked their own chain, you know, they did their own DAO hack that nobody really got to the, the, the benefit of that? It depends on what you clarify as a DAO, and that's exactly where I was, like, trying to start with Function and Onyx and about the acronym and, and what is exactly a decentralized autonomous organization? Like, how do you define And it seems like everybody has their own little twist and twinge and take on exactly what they think it is. And there's not this universal acceptance of it, right? I guess you kind of need to realize what you want to use the DAO for. Like, not every project needs a DAO, but um, because a DAO is meant to be decentralized so it means that everyone can put up proposals if they hold a specific amount of tokens and they can choose what 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 drives the DAO forward and what direction but sometimes you know there's like for example stoned island itself won't need a DAO to otherwise that means i won't be running the project and same with space gillies same with rack fm uh, i know you've got a DAO, but realistically the DAO holders or members aren't choosing which way to go if that makes sense. Uh, they don't make decisions on that level. You, you. No, no. We've only we've only got six people, dude. We've only got six people in our DAO. We haven't got a membership DAO yet. That's coming. Like we've literally got me, B bands, Ambido, Bruce, uh, and Brasco and Finn. Six of us. So what's what's your DAO used for? Uh, at the moment, uh, it's well. It's not about what is it is it used for. What will it be used for? Yeah, to manage uh, all treasury. Uh, like all funding, all donations, 
it's going to be used to be able to like showcase eventually like showcase ambed or so that like he gets snapped up by like a major agency or game studio like it's there for for like when finn wants to release an album which he's going to so uh, like okay rack fm is a vessel guys right it's it's a vessel for b-bands to be able to get our voice out there in different areas and speak to different people and project like this really cool fucking image like grassroots image i just got of like being one of the best host in the business right it's about like promoting ambido and brasco our artists right it's about like seeing getting thin like dropping a single and then him releasing his album on Bandcamp. So the people like love the single that much that like, oh, we're going to go to Bandcamp and like buy that album. It's a vessel for like the crew of Rack FM to succeed. But how much hard work are we putting in? And like, we, we I feel like we are, and this is what I said, see Sam tonight. And, and B-Bands wasn't here, I know, but you listen to replay. Some of you might have missed this. I've got a clear vision right now that there are macro dows and micro dows and that's it that's the only way i'm looking at it right you've got the little compact teams of us that are like creators and artists blah 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 right who are coming together and saying well we can do this and maybe we might be able to make like a business out of it at the end of the day our aim is to make a fucking business a sustainable business up right sustainable business out of rack fm up to now rack fm's had like what 200 investment that's it that's the only fucking investment whatsoever. We've had a donation from uh, Huahua and uh, Raccoon Supply when we did the big uh, space and promotions and the artwork for the launch of the NFT platform, right? And other, a lot of other stuff in the background that we did, by the way, like proper promoting the, the unity between uh, Huahua and uh, Raccoon. Uh, we got a donation. We converted that into Juno. I know it might be a bad idea, but it's long-term, long-term vision. We staked it, yeah. We even staked it with Giletto just to take the piss even further out of the naysayers. Who will have been so salty over that? Oh, when I did that, I was just like, that is my fucking, hey, revenge. It's a dish best served fucking cold. Revenge is a dish best served steak. Oh, we'll stick with gelato with the ice cream, yeah? Best of fucking cold, like, <laughs> like ice cream. Uh, right, so, Sam, we're just this little group of, like, it's almost like this little schoolyard gang that's come together, right? And one man can climb the fucking trees, and one fella can fucking get cigarettes or alcohol off the grandfather. Everyone's got a little talent, you know? That's us. Then, like, the, even what you're planning on doing, because you're going to skill. I've got no doubt you've got plans to scale. But, you know, there's, there's like, DAOs that are going to have, like, hundreds of millions, like, AUM and stuff, right? There's that macro side. Like, all DAOs are, are not equal. There you go. That's that. All DAOs are not equal. Okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, like, just because I'm curious, I'm not, like, putting holes in it, but why do you need a DAO? Like, everything you're saying you can achieve without... Because we're doing trusting today. We don't trust each other. So none of us trust each other. We all know that anybody could rug at any moment. So like we need everything, like literally everything needs to, listen, I'm telling you, everything needs to be in that fucking treasury. <laughs> like there's no fucking, I'm telling you, I think I'm joking, don't you? And then the fun is though, the fun is how can we grow it and how can we use it and how, right, okay, Sam. Constantly in our thoughts is how these are the two objectives of Raku. Well, three. 
We want to have fucking fun, obviously. How do we constantly try to provide uh, something that's going to give you like the feeling of like you want to attend or you have attended, right? Right? Yeah. And like, like, and how do we keep like people engaged like constantly? Like they're the two, two big things. How do you reward the people? How do you keep people engaged constantly? I mean, look at fucking Ryan. I mean, he's a fucking template for what that cunt's doing over there, right? Yeah. And I've been waiting for him coming in. He must have got fucking banged up again tonight because he was like, I'll be there, bro. I'll be there. Like a few other people who haven't come, right? But never mind. The, the main people come, I The 100K follower accounts. <clears throat> but right, Sam, I'm rambling now. What do you want to know? Like our objective or what? No, no, no. I'm just saying, because obviously you're saying what's different between uh, Rack FM setting up a multi-sig? We are a multi-sig, though. Well, well we remember, we're a multi-sig on our DAO. Like, we, we're the parent DAO, right? Everything else is going to be a sub-DAO, yeah? Yeah. But they'll have all yeah, right no, for what they need to. You're saying that the reason why you set up the DAO is because of trust, but then it kind of needs to be more than that because essentially if you set up a multi-sig, then you can just confirm with each other and then spend the treasury the way you want to spend it. Right. How, okay, can you find me this multi-sig where we can produce like one-on-one NFTs and where we can send them to like other, other like White Wheels DAO and shit that we were doing like weeks and weeks and weeks ago? Like, like oh, what about all this? I mean, we're on 40 proposals now. And um, you see, I mean, we we own our DAO, we own uh, other DAO uh, li- like protocol liquidity, yeah. Like we own DAO, DAO, the token DAO, yeah. Which not many people do, right? If anyone knows, and we staked in their DAO through a, a small contract execution. <coughs> Robo did with no coding skill. Like we are, we are fucking moving, like Sam. Like we are pulling out multiple actions. We've already minted NFTs. We've already <laughs> yeah, yeah, minted. So that, that, that's, that's yeah. I dropped the people. We've already released wraps. You can go on the DAO and you can jump and jump in the treasury and see this shit, right? Like we're building our legacy is what we're building at that. Like when you say like, what do you need a DAO for? Or like, like we have got a multi-sig, but we've got all these other options. To, we've already got like, what, three, two sub-DAOs. If Finn wasn't on holiday, we'd have three sub-DAOs. I created the collection for Finn sub-DAO actually yesterday. So when the lazy cunt, I hope you're listening to the recording now, you'll cut this out, won't you, you pirate bastard. But dude, when he eventually creates his uh, and shout out and beat off for creating your art, art sub deal, I'm, I like your fucking. Uh, you, you're you're not fucking Finn, are you? Slow as fuck. But uh, <laughs> dude, like Finn is gonna have like fifty percent of the the records subbed out. Like if we bring on another artist, that would be then like divided up under governance. Like think about it, man. Like what can we not do, man? Sam, we're just having fun. We're just fucking around. What can we not do, bro? Yeah, exactly. But that's my point. So you're saying now you've got way more use cases for your DAO than just when I asked the question originally was just because you don't trust each other to spend the treasury. But now you're saying that you're actually developing a full art, full scale organization, which is what what I was wanting to hear when you first said, when I first asked uh, why. Well, dude, I apologize. I apologise. It is 10 past 12, right? I've been on nearly two hours and my heart was pumping when your man function was on and bam, dude, I smoked two spliffs off the bounce earlier. Just talking to fucking Onyx in your man. So, it, sorry, dude, if my answer was a bit fucking round the houses, a bit fucking skew with, don't know worry, Finn will edit it. <laughs> now he's getting paid again. <laughs> right, dude, we want to create a fucking media organisation. They are. 
That's what we want. And bam. We want to yeah, fucking take over. That's all I wanted to hear. But that's my point. So that's what, that, going back to my point, which was what not every organization or project needs a DAO, you essentially do because you're, you, you know, there's so much more potential you can do with a DAO compared to just saying that you just don't trust each other in terms of how you spend your money. But like from what you're actually building is a, is a lot more valuable than just spending a bit of money here and there. Without a DAO, without a DAO, like, or, or without, sorry, without the DAO DAO tooling, right? What would RAGFM actually be able to do? In, I mean, and I hate to say this, but we've seen these little, like, flash in the pan things. And I'm moving rooms, guys. We've seen these little flash in the pan things. As much as we were want to, like, relive them or say they were great or blah, blah. We've seen these, like, flash in the pans. And apparently, like, today, like, a... Uh, what was it? Uh, Jake said, oh, the, it's not Dow Dow Games, like Dow Dow Games 3. It's Dow Dow Wars. We're going to pit you Dows against each other. And I'm thinking, bro, on Enterprise, the Dows are all working together. Uh, stop me if I'm wrong. Like, did I, what did I hear you there? You're going to make us fight against each other. And like, uh, maybe Rack FM might not be taking part in that because you can go and play your silly little games. We'll concentrate on making a fuck ton of value and revenue for our listeners in the fucking long term. That's all we want to do is produce the best quality shows time and time again, week in, week out, and supplement that with some of the fucking coolest kick-ass fucking art and music that you can think of. And that's the difference. Like, like I, I, that's what I was saying, Sam, earlier about this, you know, this is thing about DAOs as a service. Like, literally, that's it, isn't it? You should just be at the creek. Rack FM should just have this cool as fuck, kick-ass front end where the vast majority of plebs didn't even know they're on crypto or whatever. And, like, it all just works on, like, Dow Dow in the back end. Do you know what I mean? Like, you didn't want the Dow Dow. Are you going to Enterprise? Oh, well, I'm going to get loads of shit. Is me tweet in the nest or not? Bruce, did you put it in or not? Am I getting... Is it in the nest or not? We tweet a day because it's starting going a bit... No, back. I'm going to put it in. I'm going to put it in. Okay. Uh, Guys, I'm going to have to bounce. Really sorry. Oh, no way. That's all right. Uh, Sam, listen, Function said he would come back. He's like, oh, no, he's a class year one. I'll be back, right? Dude, let me get you on with Function, please. You two need to speak. Can we hook that up in, like next week or something? Yeah, definitely, mate. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, you know me, I'm free. I'm happy to do whatever. So just let me know. And uh, yeah, I'll jump on. Uh, and hopefully I'll have a little bit more information of, of what, what I'm trying to build. Gangster. I love it. I love it. Sam, keep flying the flag for the Brits, right? Take care, brother. Love you loads. Yeah, I'm, I'll say as well, I really, really love Bambido's art. Like, I know he's not in here now, so I can, I'm chilling it whilst he's not here. Like, that boy can draw. I love it. So, a big love, everyone. <laughs> I'll see you later. Take care, Sam. Oh, you wouldn't believe how many people are battering down Ambido's door right now. Even uh, Czech. Did you hear Czech, Brucey? Matt from Czech the other day. Who does the art? Who, and then after yeah, like, yeah. Years, He's like, oh, is that is that Ambido? And I went, I do. There's a six month wait list, so you can fucking it's an A and B conversation. You can see your way right fucking out of it, you know. Uh, right, dude. Listen, the none of the Dow Dow have dropped in yet. That's fine. It's still fairly early. Uh, we know that they're a bit tardy on the West Coast. I mean, it's the San Fran uh, glitterati. Right. I mean, you know, wait a minute. It's one it's one p.m. Eastern. Yeah. So so it is 10, not that late. It's probably no, like, they're just getting out of bed. It's 10 a.m. Like, like, did you hear Jake? Yes, Jake went. 
yesterday he's on about conferences how disgusted he is about the timing of the conferences right and he's like who the fuck gets out of bed at fucking 9am like plebs it's just like in utter disgust and then Noah was given his time zone to Bruce and Noah even got the wrong fucking time zone at first oh that was hilarious that he totally give Bruce a wrong I'm like Bruce I'm sure he's on like PSD Bruce like no 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 this is the time and I'm like wait a minute what's going on here and then Fuck 48 hours later, fucking nose given like, I don't know, EST or something instead of fucking PSD. I, I've got PTSD with all these fucking devs and time zones, man. B bands, like, you have like one guest on a week. Is it easy or, or what, darling? Because fucking hell, when we have four or five on one show, it kills us. Yeah, one guest is pretty good. <laughs> it's a pretty good deal. And I'm usually only talking to the guest for like 20 minutes because we were doing other stuff. Your fucking guest selection, can I say now? Barebones uh, Bare of Web3 might be once a week. It's got the best fucking guest selection out of any, any show on Twitter spaces outside of Rack FM. That's all I'm saying. And it's only once a week. Oh, thank you. Hey, listen, real quick. I just want to say Tammy from Rhett Gang, she's going to be representing her Cypher Wars um, project. She's going to be there on Monday. And then the week after no that. Way. No way. You got you woman coming on. No way. Yeah. For her, for her cipher, for her cipher wars game. Um, and then I have the Jonathan from the song a day, you know, the guy who makes a song every day and he has a, like Ethereum NFTs. On the so same show. On, got them on the same show. On bare bones the ne- the week after. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, what do you what do you think about Joe? I, I'm going to ask you, look, we all love Joe. We're all family. This is how we all are, right? But I, I want to ask you about Joe, about his, his move. B-Bands, do, do you think he's a bit worried about the numbers, the engagement? Is he is he sim farming? Why is he at a goal? Like, oh, we've got Netta Dow, because Netta Dow's going to come in and get the conversation back on Dow's. Don't worry, Netta Dow, we were just breaking up the room a little bit very quickly. Very quickly, though, what do you think about, because next we're getting Joe Dow. You know Joe Dow's coming or not? No, I didn't know about Joe Dow. With the NFT collection, Joe Dow's coming, yeah? Okay, so you don't, right, okay. Okay, expect now. Like, he's going to try and front run us on the membership and he's going to fuck it all up if he doesn't plan it properly. He needs to get some proper experts in to fix his shit, like. So, okay, then, uh, very quickly, before we bring the Dow in, get back on the Dow conversation. Wise move, B-Bands? Desperate move? Well, to start a channel with... um. Maria and like do an NFT weekly show. No, he didn't like start the channel. I mean, like completely changing, completely changing the the crack. Going from the solo. Go. I mean, going from the solo. Like not being able to hack it on the solo. Do you reckon or what? No, I think you can hack it on the solo. But things are so much better together. Why do you think we're all together here? We exactly. have more than one host. He's in the DMs. He's in the, he's in the DMs. He's in the DMs. He's fucking desperate. He's chasing Rag FM like fuck. Trust me. Rag FM is right in Joe's fucking sights right now. He's in the DMs telling me, man. So, like, all he is doing. Hey, Twitter Spaces Games has only started. You know how we win? Because we're already in the doubt. We're already up and running. We've already got the business. And without further ado, I didn't mention them earlier because I then knew they were patient waiting. Netta Dow has joined the room. Fucking fantastic. And we'll bring a few others up because I know Sefi's very fucking vocal on Dow's. Hello, Netta. Uh, hi, Ribu. Can you hear me? 
Oh, you're perfect, bro. You're golden. I think huh? this is the first time I ever hear Nedda's voice. He's been looking at me every fucking morning for the past month or something. He's been bro? in here. Bro, wait a minute. You were never, you know why? Because you were never on the Gainsies uh, for the culture fucking spaces. That's why you've never, well, I've, I've been speaking to Nedda for months, man. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, a long time listener, first time caller thing. Uh, but I've been imagining the smell. So uh, that's, uh, yeah, it was a, it's been a good conversation, I thought. Uh, I wanted to add just a few things because we were talking about tax laws, jurisdictions, and so forth. The NATO DAO has gone through a lot of that process already. Um, <clears throat> and I know we looked at Wyoming DAOs, we looked at like Swiss foundations, foundations in various islands, like all of this stuff is there. Uh, but they all had kind of these drawbacks to them. Um, <clears throat> so I, this is going to sound like a shill, but I, I would encourage any DAO uh, to look at the Marshall Islands. Uh, they, they've crafted a law which specifically is tailored for DAOs uh, and which allows them to incorporate there and to have clarity on their tax obligations uh, and, and reporting requirements. Um, so that's where we've incorporated. Uh, unfortunately, I mean that that clarifies Nidadao's. Holy fuck! Holy fuck, bro! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! The Mar, because I know what you wait exactly what you're talking about. The Marshall Islands, right in the Pacific, where they did the the nuclear uh, nuclear uh, bombs. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. The testing. Wow. So you you didn't have to have anyone on the ground. Uh, was it just like a so? Are you kind of like have you got like a, a care of address or a post box kind of thing at a lawyer's the same as like Panama? Is it that kind of stuff? Okay. Yeah. So it's not a lawyer's, but there is the so in Marshall Islands, in order to incorporate your DAO there, you have to uh, they, they only allow it through one service, the, the My DAO directory services company. Uh, and those that company acts as your registered agent on the ground in the Marshall Islands. Um, and the good thing about the Marshall Islands that we found is that uh, they are I mean they're the headquarters for shipping companies to incorporate because while Marshall Islands on the one hand has adopted a lot of Delaware corporate law and US corporate law, uh, as an island nation, they've had to, to deal with the fact that they have members in these corporations of international scope. And that's exactly what we have with the DAO. Uh, you, you, I mean, you can impose these like geography gating things, but it's really better just to have a DAO corporation that can, that can handle uh, members from anywhere. And uh, I, I think that the Marshall Islands Dow laws have done that. And so that that was a, I was really glad when we found it. Um, when, when we found it, it was like the only Dow incorporation option that didn't require uh, some group of members taking ownership and becoming liable for the Dow, uh, which was a really big issue to us. I think that if you're creating a token and you're issuing a token through your Dow, you may have other considerations because uh, you have a you have a reserve. You know you you have some you'll have some money anyway to defend against legal claims. For us at Nata Dow, we are just airdrop recipients or buyers of the Nata token. Um, there's no treasury sitting back there for us to do anything with. Uh, so so we really wanted to make sure we had legal protections in place before we started making large or any really financial transactions or, or transactions of value. Um, Holy moly, that's some right down alpha, dude. That is some fucking right down alpha dropping on the spaces. The Marshall Islands. I mean, I've been listening. I've heard about them for like the last like 35, 40 years of my life, right? I know exactly how remote, how far away and windswept these places. That is like, how the fuck did you find this, dude? 
I don't know. I think I was reading, um, I, I read an article, a long article by DYDX, and they recommended uh, DAOs should probably have two legal entities uh, to, to structure things with. And uh, somehow it, it filtered through that research. Um, the the I mean, the, the main concern we had at NatedDAO, since we're not issuing a token, we're not paying out dividends to anyone. Uh, and I can say more about why, but but because of those considerations, uh, getting getting I think tax clarity was was the main driver. Not not we're not issuing securities at all, so that we're not offering a subscription to securities either. Um, so it was really just about like we don't want all of this all of these transactions to have unstructured tax liabilities that in the future. Uh, governments all over the world could come back on individual members and say, well, you're in a general partnership and you owe all of that. Um, so it was really about protecting our members and protecting everyone who wants to participate and being able to offer that that shelter in that space, I think. Yeah, because th there, was a, there was a great and TED talk uh, by this uh, crypto lawyer, and, and everybody needs to understand there's a big difference, guys, between lawyers who work in crypto and crypto lawyers, right? <laughs> yeah. Very big difference. Considering crypto's been out for like, things like, how long is it? 13 years now, right? Think about it, yeah. There's like kids who grew up and was going to law school and were like, oh, there's crypto, what's this kind of thing, you know? Uh, and I mean, this. Uh, this guy was like talking like a while ago, I think it was about a year ago or something like that, you know, and he's, he's basically saying a DAO without a jurisdiction is a cartel. Would you agree with that or not? I mean, I don't know about the cartel language, but I think a DAO without, uh, a, DAO without a jurisdiction is going to be treated in the US at least as a general partnership, which means that everyone has unlimited personal liability for all of the DAO's liabilities. Um, and that's, I mean, that's just unacceptable, I think, for... For any DAO to invite people into, like you, you want to protect the the members who who believe in your project. You don't want them to be on the hook for stuff. I mean, this happened to Uki DAO. Uh, it's not a great comparison because the Uki DAO founders were actually involved in criminal activities, but um, <clears throat> it, it it does demonstrate uh, that that situation. I think does demonstrate that uh, court systems are willing to. Uh, in the in the case of Uki Dao, I don't. I think they just served people by posting on their Discord server, which was highly unusual. Um, and courts may continue to take these like highly unusual interpretations when applying statutes to DAOs. Um, so having a, a legal wrapper around your DAO allows you to force force those courts and those government agencies to play by their own rules, um, and, and it allows you to kind of take control over what what happens in that in that space should you unfortunately end up there. Um, hopefully we never do, but uh, it's important, I think, to to cover that. Holy moly. Do you, know, do you know something, bro? I'm fucking listening right now and I'm like, I can't wait to listen to this replay. Has anybody ever been like that on a space where you're like, and the space is just that good, that much fucking alpha, you're like, look, I can't wait to listen to the replay. Netadel, I mean, we were now you're like fairly big, et cetera, but has it been a like labor of love for you? Uh, has it been something like you, like, you know, tell me what this journey's been like for you guys going through like the whole thing, the security, what you guys have been trying to do, the legalities. I mean, has it been a joy? Has it been a pain in your ass or what? Uh, it's It's been a labor of love. And I think um, love is both a joy and a pain. <laughs> um, so we've we've uh, had to do that. It's definitely not a labor of any compensation. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, and and I think that that's possible. I I 
personally run this other space, Coining Reason. We have a session tonight, but um, it, it's really a question of Web3 and philosophy. Oh, I'm sorry, there's a dog. Um, oh, you're good, dude. We've all got dogs. Don't worry. What kind have you got? What, what, uh, is he a boy? Is he a, he sounds like a boy. Uh, it's, a, it's a girl, but she's a Belgian Malinois, so she's very... Uh, Oh, you got one of them, have you? Yeah, very, very nice. You've got one of Oh, they're fucking lethal, them motherfuckers, aren't they? They're mad, them, man. Have you, did you have to get a train properly and everything? Yeah, you had to go through the whole, like, thing, yeah? yeah I actually did, because uh, she was, uh, as a puppy, she was just, like, uncontrollable in a way. But um, she's, now, wow. she's now very loving, just also very defensive. Um, they're like the number one police dog in the world, I think, right now, aren't they? Yeah? Right. Yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, dude. So, can I ask you though? Have you guys kind of like I was asking about the labour of love for a reason? Have you guys kind of stuck around? Uh, obviously, because of the Juno uh, kind of dream, you know, that permissionless public, you know, smart contract ledger, blah blah. But uh, what about the? Is it the Dow Dow Tech? that really kept you guys like glued to the ego or and you didn't give up is it simply because you knew what was happening with dow dow you knew what it could become yeah that's a good question uh i guess i would say that the i, I don't know when dow dow development started um i think by the time nada dropped dow dow was already kind of a, a thing um or whispers of it were anywhere there um, or, or it was even suggested maybe at the night DAO drop that a, a DAO could be formed around the token subsequent to that. Um, when I say DAO has this like philosophical bent, I would I would point to the DAO drop and the criteria for the drop, which weren't excessively based on on just buying tokens and holding them. Um, it was really based on governance participation and early adoption of the Juno network, um, and the. Those early adopters were likely people who received uh, drops of Juno from staking Atom. So it's really actually, I mean, that, that Nada drop to me is like a deep core sample of the Cosmos ecosystem. It, it reaches all the way um, through. And, it, and I think that, that that reach is what allowed all of us to come together and work for free or out of love for the Cosmos ecosystem and for the, this vision of the app chain thesis. Um, so whenever we uh, I, I, we we ran through all of these ideas about Nada DAO, but will it do? Uh, will it be an investment DAO? Will it be a DEX? Will it be uh, a loan thing? And those are all I think very exciting ideas, but the regulatory issues around all of it is it's just too much for people who are volunteers and who don't have any future possible return. Uh, sometimes I think project developers will say things like, "Oh, I worked on this for free," but actually you got to huge chunk of it. I mean, working at a startup isn't the same thing as volunteering. Um, those, are, those are different things, even if there's a delayed compensation. In the case of NetaDAO, there's no delayed compensation. It's just, um, we care about Cosmos. Uh, and so what NetaDAO has done is established validators on, on chains to allow for um, NetaDAO members to, to unite behind their shared visions and their shared values of Cosmos ecosystem and to exercise a voice on chain because so many validators are either developers or private companies um having native dao as this nonprofit um public institution i think is really important and is part of and should be part of the cosmos vision as a, as a public space 
I tell you what, Bruce is sitting there right now and he's fucking devastated. He's like, I can't believe this is like the first time I've heard this fucking fella talk. Always. Oh, Bruce, you've been missing out on all of the high IQ alpha like for fucking months. Well, uh, I'm literally sitting here and. Oh, he's class. One, I'm sitting here and thinking about buying Nether, man. Bro, he did, the, he, he, did the, he did the Juno fucking community call, man, when we did the fucking piss take fucking medium, man. Can you not remember, though? You must have missed that. You, you, oh, you didn't listen to the Juno community anymore, like the vast majority of the community, Bruce. Is that right? <laughs> Bro, I was actually listening last night to the Juno community call. The numbers, the numbers were down horrendous. I mean, I, I mentioned the numbers, right, when they were at 1,800. On, I think it was the first or second call. Uh, when I looked today, like, about, I don't know, 12 hours after or something, uh, and you'll normally find the, the vast majority of the replays are, like, very quick within the first, like, uh, 24, like, 12 to 24 hours after that guy off, yeah. Uh, it had, like, 275, and I'm like, bro, we fucking hit... I know, Sheldon, one second. We'll just keep, keep resetting the room because it's been going on forever and we didn't want to bore anybody. But, like, bro, I was like, dude, we had, like, 300 on Friday. We didn't even have a guest and we just shit-talked for, like, fucking... Three hours, bro. And we're like, we're getting more than like year, and you're supposed to be this amazing like L1 and blah blah. I don't even want to talk about the L1s dropping regular spaces, getting under a hundred listeners regularly. Dude, we did an open mic unrecorded drop in last night. We had over a fucking hundred. Hello, Sheldon, matey. We'll just keep resetting the room, you know. No, hey, I, I'm I'm I I I was just gonna listen, but I I, I popped up because. I'm I'm very familiar with Adam and, and the MyDAO team, and uh, a couple of my advisory clients considered that offering, and I, th I think it's really interesting that NetaDAO liked that offering because I, I think that um, it is interesting for DAOs to, you know, trust a private entity to, you know, be their sort of anchor to a, a certain jurisdiction for different reasons. Um, I wonder, you know, from a single point of failure perspective, because Rack FM has that nature about it, right? We we do need to be a DAO because we we don't trust each other. We we do like each other, but we don't need to trust each other. That's the whole point. Um, I I wonder if you're willing to comment on you know what it is to trust a singular party with the registration for your entity. That was kind of tongue in cheek, right? I would trust Baybans, Bruce, Brasco, Finn, and Beto with my fucking life, right? Oh, get out of here! We can we can we can trust each other with bullets all day long. I, I, that's why I'm firing one right now because I, I think that when, when there's money when there's money involved, right? When we're like we're gonna build like. We're going to build a massive enterprise, are you like, right? And we're like, right, okay, you know, let's be a DAO. There's, like, we've already learned lessons. Like, like literally, I tell you what, right, okay, because Sefi's here. Before we bring your man in, I've been waiting for him coming up. Let's let's have a fucking conversation here. Sheldon, shall we? He's come in and about he's on about the trust and blah, blah, blah. B-Bands and I, uh, maybe I didn't see like eye to eye or, or, or something over over a few things, but uh, we've, we've ironed this out now, you know? But like, I'll put when, a problem. Oh, I'm sorry. When did we iron this out? Oh, like, okay, okay. <laughs> what sorry, are we God. talking about? Yeah, we're I'm talking about some problems, problems. All of us. It's fine. Well, it's totally cool. I Put a prop up. I put a prop up. You see, and and like pretty much like everybody was like, right, okay, yeah, this move is the right move at this right time for the right thing, blah blah blah. Uh, but like then B man's like voted on it, and afterwards like she regretted it, you know. And it was such like a painful thing for like me to be like, oh fuck, you know, 
like like is this like like an like and I I did speak to uh, Bruce and Finn about it right in in a voice chat one day middle of the night or something, and, and they were just like like nah nah that's not like like your vote is your vote, like no one can fucking like like literally what's gonna what's gonna happen if you fucking vote no on a prop. It's like five people vote yeah, and you vote no. Like I mean, obviously the proper pass depend on that how the settings are, but like you made your voice like be known. The most important fucking thing. It's not about the lack of trust or blah blah. It's about everyone's fucking voice counts. Right. Everyone. So that, that's my comment. No, that, that's what I'm asking Netta about. Is is not not about Rack FM's uh, relationships and decisions because we're we're pretty cool with that as a group. I think. But um, I did know that Netta ran infrastructure, i.e. validators, which I'm, I'm happy about. That's excellent. Um, I think it's a really interesting you know, decision to, to take MyDAO up on their offering, uh, especially if you do have something like validators you know, as value for that entity or you know, liability that you're willing to extend to any jurisdiction you know, through a, a private entity. So um, that's, that's my question to you, NetaDAO, is you know, how did you make the decision to you know, anchor to my DAO's offering because I only know a handful of people who've taken them up on it. There's many more people who I don't know who've taken them up on it. But you're, you know, you're you're trusting an entity who has registered in Marshall to, you know, act as your sort of umbrella agent. And and there are other islands that accept this kind of relationship. But I think it's a it's a rare choice for for an organization like Netta or for like RackFM to, you know, to make that decision. So I'm not calling you out. Feel free to decline the question. But oh, you know, it's fine, a Sheldon. But Sheldon's fine. You always bring the fucking spice. Why would we expect anything different? Uh, go on, net it down, mate. We'll let you jump in there, bud. Uh, yeah. Uh, so the question you raise, I guess. Uh, well, there's two parts, I guess, that I want to respond to. Um, one is what is the MyDAO directory services? It's just a registered agent. It doesn't have any control over NetaDAO. It doesn't have input by registering through there. They don't have, there's no private ownership of NetaDAO as a result of that. Uh, on the other side of that, the MyDAO LLC uh, incorporation process, at least for the nonprofits, they now offer a for profit option as well. Um, it, it's also ownerless, uh, meaning that there's no private interest controlling. The DAO. NetaDAO is algorithmically managed. It is managed by the vote of its of its members, um, <clears throat> and so this uh, it, it is, I guess, in some sense, a single point of failure. Uh, if MyDAO directory services goes bankrupt or goes out of business or something like that, uh, but but it's still the best solution and the best choice that that NetaDAO had uh, and still has, I think, at this time. Uh, yeah. So, so that's that's what I'd say. I wouldn't be too caught up on MyDAO directory services being a single point of failure, though, because if it, I mean, if it fails, it's bad. We have to find some other LLC wrapper. Uh, but it doesn't. I mean, I, I haven't seen any reason why it would. I mean, I'll, I'll agree with that. Adam and company are, are responsible folks, and they've been around for a long time trying to make this stuff happen. So I'm, I'm not throwing salt on their offering. I'm just. I, I haven't really understood a lot of entities who who want to go for something like a, you know, Wyoming registration or a registration in, you know, St. Nevitz or, you know, the Bahamas or anything like that, even though Bahamas laws have, have changed. It's not such a great choice anymore. Um, I, I just I haven't seen um, any entity that, that had like, you know, on the ground infrastructure and the need to take in, uh, you know, different folks with different passports for for business. So 
I just thought it was an interesting choice. I, I appreciate you responding to the question. We don't got to go deeper into it than that. Don't worry. Don't worry, Nettedow, man. Sheldon has trust issues, man. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I, no, no problem. And I mean, yeah. um, again, it, it is something we looked at, like these island foundations and so forth that you can you can set up instead. They may work better for other DAOs. I, I, it, for Nettedow, though, we don't have like a... Nobody has an ownership interest in the DAO exactly, precisely. So we, we need something that, that doesn't force that, um, which is what Wyoming DAO LLCs do. Someone has to sign uh, on the line for them. Uh, also in Wyoming DAO LLCs, uh, so you, you can incorporate there, but then U.S. tax laws are such that any transactions involving international participants have to be carefully tracked. You have to KYC members. Uh, there's there's a lot of onerous red tape, which is inapplicable. I mean, it's just inappropriate to apply. In Correct. The case to and and not just that, dude. Not just that, it's, it's renewable every year. So that when I looked at the Wyoming shit, I, I realized that every fucking 12 months, you have to renew all these fucking documents, right? To be able to get it, like, to continue on with the liability aspect, yeah? Right. You, the fucking you have to do that with MyDAO as well. Um, it's not, I, it, in the case of MyDAO, at least, it's just a matter of paying the, the maintenance fee. Um, but, but, yeah, I mean, whenever you start looking at the Swiss foundations and so forth, you have to have, like, a board of directors, and those directors are liable for what happens in the DAO. And, and so you start introducing more centralization. And it seemed to us that the Marshall Islands DAO offering was the most decentralized while also providing the most protection to our members. So that's why we chose it. How much? How much did you look into the Panamanian foundations? By the way, obviously, if you've—I mean, if you've found the Marshall Islands, obviously, you know all about Panama and the foundations. Which I don't want anyone in the audience confusing it with funds. Yeah, there's a big difference between the two. But you must look at Panama. What put you off? Is it because American based or what? Uh, I don't. We looked at Panama briefly. For one thing, Panama is like on a bunch of blacklist. Um, so that's that's weird. Uh, for another thing, I think it, yeah, these foundations all have boards of directors who take personal liability. Um, and if we were a team of people who got together and we created the NATO token and we were building something on top of it, then that might make sense because we would be effectively acting as a board. But NATO DAO is supposed to be a public institution that even if the current, all the current active members like filter out of it, um, we want to create a structure that other people can step in and do it without all of this unnecessary refiling and re reworking this document and that document. So um, it's really about having a, a crypto native kind of solution, I think. I, I just want to say this, listen to this. Three fucking hours of talking about nothing but DAOs. I know we've had a couple of little segues just to break up, you know, for the audience, right? For the people at work and stuff, that's what we do. But before I bring Sefi in here, I mean, fucking hell, what, we should have finished this show like like a while ago. There's no way it's fucking stopping because one, one minute coin landing page, dude, you'll have to like wait down a minute, dude. We're, we're really trying to be careful tonight, but we'll, we'll, we'll get you, dude. We'll get you. We're trying to bring some other DAO guests in as well. But what a fucking show, Brooks, man. Dude, three hours has gone in the blink of an eye. I can't believe it tonight, Brooks. I, 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 think, I, think, I think that's because it's been... Does he go Two hours, me? right? Two and a half hour. You can't hear me? Oh, I'm getting rocked. I can hear you. I can't hear um, Robo, though. Oh, it's Robo that's getting rocked. Yep. But it's not been three hours yet, right? It's been two hours and ten minutes. You can't hear me either. 
oh, he's he's jumping around out, out in the back room right now, changing devices and whatnot. But yeah, it's been a fucking space of gigabrain so far, man. A lot of valuable information. Am I back? Am I back? You're back. You're back. Fuck, I was shitting me pants there, man, in case we lost this. Uh, right, I have to say this. We did briefly touch on uh, on DAOs, right, on the space the other Friday. Like, we, we, just an initial, but this is pure DAO. And your man Sefi's come in, and he, he does have some very based fucking long-winded at times, but very based opinions on fucking things like DAOs. Uh, Sefi. Before before we go to Sefi, let me ask you a question. What about Atlas DAO? He's been listening. Oh, since the dude, if he'd wanted to listen, he's, mate, he's always been going to be coming up. Didn't worry about that, mate. He, I was like, literally, when he's been there ages, man, I said this earlier, I was like, right, we're like kind of like waiting because some people said we can join at this time or this time. It's not normally the kind of the way we do a summit, but we had no choice tonight. In fact, we had to start 30 minutes earlier. Jacob, mind, dude, more, I've just sent you an invite. Sim, Risby, you want to come up, dude? You want to fucking talk about Dows? You're more than welcome. Uh, right. Bruce, we've been uh, asking a few people though, about tonight, about the acronym. You know, is it just a, a, a shit term that was coined and, like, the vast majority of shit's not really decentralised, it's not really autonomous? Yeah, it can be fairly organised. I think everybody can agree on the O. I think some people have an issue with the D and the E. Sefi, the fucking acronym... DAO, Decentralized Autonomous Organization. What does it mean to you? Is it just a bit of bullshit or like, is it just a term that we coined? I mean, come on, speak to me, brother. Um, I think most people aren't serious about being decentralized and most people aren't serious about autonomous. <laughs> so I'm not really sure like how many actual DAOs there are. But just before, before we go all the way in, into that, um, the, just the term decentralized, haven't we found out by now that when we say decentralized, it's not never truly decentralized. It's it's an ideal that we are starting to trying to grasp and trying to chase, trying to attain, right? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I'd like to see the tooling go to where like everything is um, programmatic so that once you have a system in place, um, all the actors in that system know the rules and can play by those rules. It'd be very different. Diff- it'd be very similar to sort of how, like, you know, when you play inside of a video game, everyone's playing by the same rules. Um, so, like, ultimately, a decent DAO and a decent DAO infrastructure is going to look very similar to like a multiplayer online guild management tool, more so than anything else. And I think that's the way I kind of see it. Uh, so I, we can learn from some of the D side guys. Just saying, there's there's some there's some good strats out there. Go ahead, Bruce. Sorry, that just go ahead, man. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I was going to answer the question about decentralization and autonomy. Um, I think that decentralization is a process and not a state. Uh, like Bitcoin began on one guy's laptop, and what made it decentralized wasn't the number of laptops it was running on at that point, but but the possibilities um, for it to grow and to extend. And I think when we evaluate claims of decentralization, that's really what we have to look at. Not like how decentralized is it right this second, but how open is it to further decentralization or to continued decentralization? Uh, The second term, autonomy. I I don't know who coined the term DAO. I should figure this out. Um, But I've I've been wondering if they've if if they were thinking about this Italian 
political movement, the autonomist, uh, in the 70s and 80s. Um, an example of autonomy there was that you were autonomous of both party and state. And so the example came up of like the fiat factory workers, uh, people who simply started doing their job very poorly uh, as, a, as a form of protest. People who started dragging their feet, not doing paperwork correctly, doing whatever. Um, they, they formed an autonomous unit of resistance within society. They weren't aligned with either party or state. Um, and, so, and so I wonder if uh, the Dow concept, that, that notion of autonomy is somehow connected there, or if we can thread the needle back through that, uh, through, through that history of practice and uh, thinking. Um, but those are my, my answers. Uh, right. Okay. We, we better have a bit of a moment, guys. Uh, we have got some giga brains and some people have just joined, uh, jumped in and joined us. And I can see that we've been joined by like Dow Dow Royalty down there. No mentioning the names, but I can see the uh, filter profile photo. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Yeah. Right. Let's welcome uh, a couple of people up. Uh, Coinland and Page, I think, was in first. Quickly, let's say hello, because it's kicking right off now. Hello, brother. Hello there, Rodo. Thank you for calling me a gigabring. Really appreciate it. <laughs> that was when you were down. That was when you were down as a listener, so that didn't count. You see. <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> Are you doing? Are you, have you been? Have you been in long? I don't think you've been in long tonight, right? No, no, no. I just joined, so uh, I uh, I actually just had an interview with Spade, so uh, went really well. Oh, he's come in! Shit, look at that. We're doing a summit. We're doing a special, and he's still come in. And in the fucking first two sentences, he's chilling. All right, hey, Coinland hey, appears, guys. Go on, check him out. I'm on it, Joe. Go on, go on. I'm only joking, bro. I'm only joking. Uh, like I say, we're doing a little reset, especially since uh, Egez has just jumped in there because, like, this is really on fire now. Uh, now the real alpha will come out. Risby, my fucking brother from another mother. Thank you, dude, for coming in. Dude, thank you so much for having me up here. I was hearing all this Dow conversation and just wanted to, I guess, you know, get my thoughts out there very quickly. Do it, I feel, like I feel like Dow's are an amazing tool. But I feel like they're also being abused by a lot of people. Because to me, you know, DAO is essentially a organization, right? Something you can hand off to them. Someone you can go to, like, hey, go build this, or we trust you to do that. You know, ultimately, a DAO I sort of see is like a business entity. So, like within Gelato, we're currently our goal is to build a decentralized business. But before we can hand that decision off to the community we have to build a proper framework right now we're working on building a proper legal entity we're hiring proper leaders across the different sectors that we have within gelato and we're, we're sort of scaling that operation out and the hope is once we have this operation going we're producing a lot of great stuff revenue is being increased then we give that decision back to the community be like hey now we have this organization that can go and do amazing shit. what should we do with this now now you guys help us decide Way too many people jump to that in the very beginning, and people have all these ambitious ideas or crazy things they want to do, but there's no organization to really support that. And due to that, that leads to a lot of DAOs failing or not working as intended. So just my thoughts. Great tool. No, just Risby, I couldn't agree with you more. Risby, I couldn't agree with you more. So like, let me give you an example of what you're talking about right now, right? Okay. Let's say that when we've dropped the, the next like fin wrap or the next two wraps, right? And the people buy in, and then we do the NFT bulk airdrop to get them in the membership DAO, right? 
Can you imagine inviting these people into the membership subdale, right? A, a collective that's going to be like, you know, empowered and, and getting rewards, blah, blah. But can you imagine like bringing them in this collective and then like every other day, like, oh, we want to stake this or we want to unstake or redelegate this. Can you imagine bugging your community with the shitty day-to-day -day decisions? This is what you're talking about is you need to have all these systems in place before you bring that mass governance in. Because if you bring the mass governance in when you're still sorting out all your shit, it's going to piss people right off and then they're going to lose interest. I think, and I'll keep going on about this all the time, fucking governance fatigue. Guys, we are six people in our DAO. That's it. Six people, right? And we've even created a, a voting uh, channel on the Rat FM private Discord, right? So that we can go, like, polytone. Uh, keeping our money for uh, the Huawei, we've got a, a two and a half million uh, Huawei donation, right? Lovely, fantastic, right? We're keeping it for Polytone, but we had to vote on it. Did that really have to go to a Dow Dow governance vote? Nah, we could have done that in a Discord poll. Like between the six of us, we're like, guys, shall we wait for Polytone? Like <laughs> everybody was just like, well, we were all were going to wait anyway because we're like, you know. Like, not tech nerds, but we're like nerds, you know, some of us. And, like, a governance fatigue, and if you inflict that on your community, you're going to fucking alienate your community. You need to alleviate and delegate and have sub and have all the structure in place before you actually release, like, certain decisions to the public for your DAO. You need to be very careful, Risby, yeah? 100%. And just as a cautionary tale, like, I'm not trying to call anyone out, but a DAO being such a powerful tool can have a bunch of side effects of it. And recently, like the Aqua DAO was hacked, that whole thing went to hell, right? And that's because people didn't understand how to properly use this tool. They sort of jumped to it. Someone was able to take it, off, take it over like $300 or something like that. So definitely educating people, building a proper structure. And then once you have all that stuff in place, then allow your community to come in and make a decision. So I think we're definitely on the same page, Robo. Do you know, dude, do you know why we were all so fucking angry over that? It had nothing to do with water wells or any of this fucking shit, right? Do you know that fucking particular hack that, like, I mean, that's when Rack FM really, I mean, we were blown up before, but that's where it went a bit mental, right? Is that, like, it just fucking kind of showed how Dow Dow could be used for bad. And, like, that's not what any of us are in. It's the same of what, like, Solar have done. And I'm sorry, Empower Chain. And William and Hermon, but you've been fucking how quiet since we grilled you on our spaces. We haven't even heard of Herman. Like the, these and the Aqua, and he's still gone. And he's he, like, it's like five or six different DAOs now. And it's like fucking hell, man. Can like, can we not play it? Like, we don't want to police it. Obviously, that goes against the whole nature of the DAO. But what the fuck is going on with things like Aqua? So, I mean, they created how much liquidity in that osmosis pool from fuck all and then sold off 70k at the fucking top. Like, like, like for me, how do I help? Right. Okay. Listen, I'm going to, I'm going to give you an, an analogy. I've got a beautiful garden, fucking beautiful garden. Right. And, but I've got no fence and I've got the best roses you've ever seen. The meet me, me fence, me roses. Yeah. But then the fucking dogs in the neighborhood, either I'll come along and they piss on me, beautiful roses, and they fucking melt them. Like, that's like, the, the when when this shit happens on that, like, I get really, like, really angry and, like, because it's just, like, shown that this wonderful tool 
can be used like for like a bad purpose, and that really fucking annoys me, dude. But but we overcome it with delegation. Uh, like we need to understand that, right? Yeah, and I think we're all aware that whenever we have a tool, it can be used with different intentions, right? There's been so many rug pulls on ETH, and ETH has been used to facilitate so many fucking scams. But people still use ETH because it's a tool that works. Risby triggered me with the wrong, that was the wrong cash tag, that one. We better shut up about them because, dude, we've never been negative all night. We're Sheldon, you can't be negative. We need to be positive. Right, Risby, uh, right, okay, Sheldon, as long as it's positive, because we need to turn, come on. Turn the no, time. it is, and I, and I gotta let, jump let off. Let the scooter anyway, go, um, man. Let the scooter go. <laughs> the the um the, the nature of permissionless shit. Like, yes, bad things happen, but also it's it's really just a fractal of collateral damage in comparison to the the potential of really good stuff. So, um, just pointing out that you know, DowDow tooling does have a bunch of things to to make that stuff better and. You know, if the community doesn't demand that as they're investing in an entity that's moving liquidity pools, that's their decision. So, you know, ups and downs there. But from an up perspective, you know, I've seen lots of DAO tooling attempts come and go. And, you know, when when Jake talks about the features that he's working on and the things that are already in production for DAO, um, I'm pretty hopeful because I, I think that, you know, autonomous organizations come from not just structure, but from that element of decentralization that is planning that is not specific to any individual or specific person. So I do have a lot of hope for Dow Dow. You know, I, I think that, you know, from a, a platform and tooling perspective, it does do its job really well. Dude, you're underselling it. Like literally, I don't know what you're BSing for. It's the greatest fucking Dow technology on planet Earth right now. Please go and find me, right? Proper Dow tooling. With parent DAOs and sub DAOs and multi forms of like governance, whether that be NFT staking, whether that be a multi sig, whether it's like weighted uh, tokenism, whatever, right? Please just go and fucking like minting NFTs, bulk minting NFTs. Like, like if you do your own custom fucking contract, right? Like, oh, I didn't want to give the game away. I'll show you the no code tool for it. No problem. I don't want to give the game away. I didn't want to give the game away, but Rack FM is about to do some amazing shit with uh, Rack uh, with Dow Dow and the Rack FM Dow, and we're gonna do it in conjunction with fucking Rack Supply, with fucking Gelato, and other people. Like we, you've got no fucking idea how like the good people, the kind people, the nice people, right? The people that you just want to tune into every fucking week and listen to blah blah. The plans that we've got because we've seen what this technology can provide. Listen, I've never done a fucking bit of code in me fucking life. I, I'm the one that fucking uh, Bruce got the tokens. Bruce applied for the tokens, right? The DAO tokens, yeah. I just copy and pasted fucking Rama's uh, JSON file, like intro with it, right? Like, and I just fucking stake and I'm like, all right, okay, there you go. It's up for governance. Dude, man, I didn't even know like what fucking digital. Well, I did know what digital. I'd heard of Bitcoin, but come on, like I'd never executed a smart contract until what, uh, oh, two, two and a half years ago or something. And now we're building a business around a DAO. Like it's quite unbelievable if you go and look at it. Actually, oh, B bands, Bruce, because uh, I know B bands voted. Uh, is that is that exit? Can we execute that fucking thing and put those 
it, while we're live, can we do this on the space or what? Did Ambedo vote or what? Bruce, can you go and execute that or not? Are you on a PC? Go and execute that fucking prop, somebody, for fuck's sake. I've been, I did the prop, like, at exactly the right time where we could execute the fucking thing tonight. So, uh, can you do that, Bruce, or not? And then we'll get Risby back in quickly. I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking. Right, okay. But... No, I can't. 58 minutes left. Oh, is there? Oh, who hasn't voted? There's only three votes on that thing. Out of six, there's only three. Fuck that. Four, four, oh, four, 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 we need five. We need five to. Oh, we still need five to execute, even after we change the parameters. Yeah, fuck it. Voting parameters, guys. I cannot begin to tell you, and you all should know this. This should be a real fucking warning for everybody. Like you need to plan this shit out, like fucking nuclear warfare. You need to have your notebooks, your mind maps. You need to fucking have your whiteboard up on the wall. You need to be taken care of how this shit works. Like, and, and kind of plan your sub-DAOs and reverse engineer it like out of your sub-DAO into your parent DAO because you can only create your parent DAO once. Like, and you never want to fuck that up. And then you never want to fuck a sub-DAO up because like, that's always going to cause you grief, even though you can get rid of it if you want. Like, you, you didn't want to make mistakes. I mean, Bruce, we've got a prop. It's open for, what, 28 years? Because we didn't do the, I didn't do the nanosecond. Yeah, 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 yeah. 28 years. Guys, we've got to, can we, like, we can't even close it, can we? I don't know. The channel will be forked by then anyway. Hey, quick question while you guys are playing around with these uh, Dow Dow uh, tooling stuff. When are we going to get this raccoon game? Because Sanctuary V2, like, Rigsby, have you heard of this? Are you in on this, Rigsby? Because we got we want we got raccoon racing. I can't wait. When is this going to happen? Where's the roadmap? I'm actually not sure what this is, but if you guys want to catch me up, I would love to learn more. Hey, roadmap. Did did did, did fucking Mia just mention like raccoons and roadmap in the same sentence? <laughs> Rigsby, they they put out this uh, tweet yesterday, and they were talking about raccoons fighting, raccoon racing. I yeah, want when, a dunk tank. When, when I want a dunk tank with Don Cretonium. And I want to be able to throw stuff at him, and I want to see him dunk. Can we get that? Listen, uh, listen. This is not about like we keep. I want to keep on the subject of DAOs, and especially Dow Dow. Now that like Onyx Dow, like guys, I want everyone in the room to know. Quick reset. If you listen to the replay, and please do, yeah, it'll help us out. Yeah, I think this will hit one K minimum because when Function gets back on his proper uh, account, he's going to retweet it. We had like half an hour with Function. Uh, then we had like Onyx Dow come in. Uh, we've had like, oh my God, Netta Dow. I mean, fucking Netta Dow is legit as well read as anyone I think I've ever met on a fucking space. Like, they're one of the most articulate people like you'll meet. Like, it's amazing to hear these like opinions coming in though about Rizby. And he's like, fuck it, man. Let us like create what we want to create. That's what Rack are doing. Let's create what we want to do before we let the public in the door, Risby, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, and I feel like in the future, like people have to invest in everything they think will make money. I think DAOs will definitely become a very big part. Like, for example, if someone else like starts like a Twitter space, you know, DAO or something like that, why would you invest in that versus the Rack FM DAO, for example? You know, it's because you guys have a solid team. You guys put the work in, you guys get the people in, you guys educate people. And that gives people confidence that, hey, this is a DAO that I want to be in. So 
the tooling is great that it allows anyone to come in and do what they want. But I think people should always try to focus on the actual idea, the organization, how it's going to work. And basically do what you said, do the homework, build everything in place, and then eventually hand it off to the community and see what a decentralized world can do with a, you know, awesome organization attached to it. Uh, Risby, before we bring Jacob in, and this is the exact right point to do this year, uh, have you looked into what like Jacob and Atlas Dow are doing? I'm, I presume you've kind of like been like, I know you're busy, like, uh, obviously, but uh, you've seen the guys where they're going to do like the music backed like NFTs, backed like 3208, yeah? Have you looked at that? I briefly saw something around that. I definitely think it's a cool idea, but I, I wish I had a lot more time. I feel like a lot of times, like I end up working till almost like 10, 11 o'clock at night. And there's like so much content everywhere. I just love people going wild, but I don't have too much context into what they're doing fully. Oh, is that because ship is fucking going to ship, yeah? Of course, man, all the time. Did you see the meme? Did you see that meme or what? How good was that meme? Oh, it was fucking perfect, man. You have a great... Yeah, that's Brasco. That's Brasco, our guy. I'll tell you what. You know something? The first paycheck I'm going to get, 50% has gone straight to fucking Brasco, like, because uh, even, like, if you're going to my, like, proper account, Robo's account, the PFP, with the guns around, like, that's Brasco. Like, I, I owe Brasco more than anyone in this industry, and, like, like I kind of wait for the day that I'm going to pay him back, but I'm going to pay him back when it's right, if anyone knows what I mean. Like, like, he never like wanted anything or asked for anything in the beginning or anything like that. But yeah, man, dude, he he, he pulled that out with the two ships and the rack in the middle. Oh, dude, that was so fucking good. Finn's clipped that, you know, as a uh, as a as a rec clip, and we'll probably in NFT that, and we might we might NFT it, dude, and send it to your treasury like exclusive or something, just for the culture, you know. Fucking Risby, man. He loves he loves the Rack FM crew, man. He's like these cunts are mad as fuck. <laughs> we love gelato and all. I'll tell you what. Hey, get uh, that'd be cool when you we better get back to the Dow situation, but I'll tell you what, that'll be cool when you get on a Dow. But guys, I'm telling you, anyone in the audience, if you're new, right? Cross chain, blah blah. Not if you're not a gelato, get into these motherfuckers. Uh, I'd love to right. Okay, Mia. Uh, very quickly, I know you jumped up, you had a little comment. Before we go to Atlas Dow, have you looked into these guys or not? Which one? Atlas? The music back there, the music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah that, I, I like I like the idea. Having the, the NFTs backed by 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 Juno and actually putting value into your NFT. A few other projects are are starting to get getting into this type of thinking. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. So it's a product, is, it? is that how we would regard this, uh, Jacob? Welcome to the, to the room, by the way, dude. Is this, Jacob, how we would regard it? Is uh, are, are you kind of a, a product or an investment or, or what? I don't, I don't see it. We're not a product or an investment. I would say we just like a, a DAO in a sense, simple term. Um, because technically the backing from the NFT it's not the NFT by himself. It's just the DAO, right? But the DAO is managed by the NFT holders, so that's why you can't you can't say that the NFT is backed by Toby Juno. Because you know when you start the DAO and DAO DAO, and you have a treasury, so each NFT have a have a say of like a equal voting power when they stick the NFT. So that's how the the backing comes from. So when we launch our NFT on Friday. All the funds from the main is going to the DAO. So that's in when you divide that by 2,900 NFTs, 
you get the the backing. So that's the way I want to do it. I don't want to like go everywhere and be like it's an investment, but that's kind of like a security. So the NFT is not the. That's why I don't want to go in that area like oh we're security. We're just an NFT project. And that well, well, Jacob, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you, a, wait a minute, are you a community? Because a, a community gets on, talks to each other on a daily basis, says GM, produces memes, blah, blah, blah. Are, are you defining yourself as a community or something else? I'm defining myself as, as a community on DAO because I want to, like, we're not a, a finance, I'm, like a, I'm trying to, like, combine, like, you know, I'm trying to combine DeFi an NFT, but I want to make it like community on and, and decentralized because I don't want like, in a sense, because I'm in the US, so that's like a, you don't want to specifically say what you want to do in a sense. Um, but in, in the general sense, the way it works, so each NFT will be back by 30 June at least. And we don't want, we want to add more into the NFT. So we, we, we work. With a, with a music artist, uh, his name is Kosa. So he made like a costume music, like soundtrack. So a collection is 2,900. So each NFT come with a unique soundtrack. So when you make an NFT on, on Friday, you'll be able to listen to the soundtrack. So the way it works, the, sun, the, sun, the soundtrack uh, is uploaded into IPFS and the link of the IPFS is uh, one of the metadata of the NFT. So in a way, any platform can just load that IPFS in the enter in the front end and just load it for you and you can listen to it. So that's how we get like the each NFT back by Juno and also by come with a unique soundtrack. So I want the NFT to be as unique as possible. So like that's not something that anybody has done before. So that's 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 the goal. But when I'm trying to like uh, publicize a project, I'm not saying it's a it's a it's a it's a financial instrument because that that can implement that can. Oh, he's worrying. He's worrying. It's not a security. He's worried. Yeah. But I don't want to like put it out there like that. I want to put it out there much like a, a community on project, and it's a DAO. And the DAO is controlled by the NFT. The DAO is the one making the decision. Dude, dude, Sam from uh, Stone Island was in tonight talking at length, like exactly about this, like how very, very careful they need to be, like around it being this like financial instrument, uh, blah, 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 and not being a security. And for people who want to do this professionally, and like really fucking make because like a lot of us that are doing this DAO shit now, we think we're okay. So uh, uh, this might sound bad. Uh, there's YouTubers out there that have got fucking no DAO and no clue, and they're only like starting to like realize now that oh, uh, maybe we might have to like do something right. Uh, we're too like <laughs> we in the fuck like literally playing catch up, you know. Like uh, I forgot my train of thought now. Wait a minute, yeah, dudes. Yeah, because at the end of the day, let's say uh, Atlas DAO, like uh, this project becomes successful and get like a little community grow a lot larger. In the future, we might get uh, like let's say like uh, some law problems, but that so that's why early on I'm focusing more on, like 
we're, we're a community project. We're creating a DAO. And also, one thing I'm doing with that project, I'm not taking anything from the project. So I'm not making any money. So everything from the mate is going straight back to the DAO. Are you registered way, anywhere? Are you registered anywhere, uh, Jacob? Nope, I'm not. Because, the, the, because I'm not taking any money from the project. So everything from, okay. from, from, from the med is going straight straight to the DAO. And the way for me, I see the value, like, as me as a founder, is myself, I'll be minting a bunch. So anybody who's thinking, who's thinking oh, I, I don't believe in the project, can just look at my wallet. So my wallet, you can check under DAO my wallet. Uh, I made everything. So I have made airdrop anything to myself. I try to make myself. Even from the NFT project I launched last year from Skymark, I'm the number one of that project, but I bought all of them with my own pocket. So it's not like, I don't, I'm trying to look at the future instead of like thinking about now in a sense. So I'm trying to like position myself as more like a, a community project, but I also have a DeFi aspect of it. But you know, so... I'm only asking. I'm only asking because yeah, I get I get where you're coming from with that angle. Like I'm only asking because, dude, Jesus Christ, we've had so many like legality like uh, conversations tonight, uh, and I know like the area like where where you are kind of thing, right, dude? And like I know that like it's quite strict, etc., uh, etc. Et you know, so that that kind of certain place. You know, I'm just and and Risby's gonna come in here because I know Risby's in generally the same area. In the world. Hello, Risby. Yeah, I know you're going to comment here. Oh, yeah. Like, I really love music back NFTs, and I hope you guys will take this idea. It's something I've had in my back pocket if I ever get bandwidth. But I really want to build a music back NFT marketplace where anyone can come in, record a sound bite or a song or something like that, turn it into an NFT, but it's backed by a legal entity which holds copyrights. When you, end up, when you put something on a chain, it gets copyrighted. Anyone who buys it, actually has access to that tune now. There's a lot of sounds people can produce, but try to copyright it is a really horrible process. But this will allow someone to create like a marketplace where you go out there and use cans to make a beat or something. You can sell that and people can now use it in their song if they hold a copyright. But Rule. I think what have... yeah. what? what? Like think about think about <laughs> Moby. Wait, think yeah, about talking about though. Think about Moby. You know Moby. The, that beginning, that tune that's been used in like how many like movies and th- like that that thing made more Moby like like a hundred times more money than he ever made in his career. Y'all know know which one I mean, right? It's like the famous yeah. one, yeah. Yeah, exactly. If you're like good with beatboxing or something, like that, you want to profit off your sound or just thing that you're creating. Now you have an easy way of doing that. Now people can buy and sell it. You know, you build a protocol around that, throw a coin in it, boom. You get this whole amazing project that has a revenue stream. If you look at the statistics, if you look at the statistics of like that, that Moby clip, that like, oh, that like that, that was on so many like adverts around the world. Like the numbers I think did is unbelievable. If you like, you see it, like, like, I don't know, like, like you are your product, right? Like in this day and age, this is. Uh, we've we uh, can everyone agree that we have moved into because look at us plebs. Look at what we were doing pre-COVID. Haven't we transitioned into the creator economy? That's where I think we are right now. Like I think I think with everything that's going on and the 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 inflation that you've seen and the struggles in the economy, right? People have just been like more creative, more creative doing this, right? Whether it be TikTok, blah blah blah. Aren't we living in that like right now? Yeah. And and shouldn't you own that? 
shouldn't you own everything about yourself, right? Isn't that what this is about? Your whole exactly. idea. Look, if you're like, if you can say very well, like, you know, welcome to raccoon or fuck raccoons or something like that, and you could digitize it, copyright it, and then make profit off it, why not? You know, I feel like this idea of having a full-time job, it's like very slowly and slowly, you know, fading away because now all these people, we have all these different skills that we can attribute and all these different ways to profit off that. Why not? Why be stuck to one thing where you could do a bunch of different things and hopefully build amazing passive income? Yeah. And also the only thing with that, the only problem is like how to enforce it. If we can find a solution on how to enforce like stuff like that with music, that's, that's, I mean, with the power of AI, you can now feed in sound saying that, hey, does this match anything existing? If it does, don't let it be uploaded. And as you're uploading new content, you're analyzing that as well, too. So let's say the first person who, like, takes, like, a can with a spoon and bangs it, that's probably never been copyrighted, but now you can copyright it. And the second person who tries to do it, now your system should ban them, but, hey, you can't, this isn't an existing copyright. So we can definitely use tech to solve a lot of this, and I hope Someone will do it before I get time to do it. If not, I think it'll be fun. Holy yeah, fuck! I'm the Sorry, I'm in the fucking Rock FM Discord private channel, and I'm fucking trolling Finn just to let you all know what we're like with each other. Finn's on holiday, right? He's on vacation. He couldn't take the stress and pressure of the fucking the lunar vote anymore. The telephone. He's like, guys, he's just done a fucking. 12-hour road trip south, right? He's playing fault with a daughter. And I'm, I'm in the fucking Discord absolutely trolling them. I'm like, yeah, Finn editing four hours of this fucking space so far. And it's got that. It's got, uh, Bruce, what's the, what's the gift, Nick? <laughs> it's the, uh, the double Kermit do it gift. One of them is the Sith Lord. <laughs> Finn, when he sees this man, he's like, fuck, do you know what? Our treasury's getting fuck all from him now. <laughs> when he's, you know what, when he edits this, this is a thing though. When he edits this, he's going to like pause me and he's going to come and he's like, yeah, you're fucking right, you little pleb, you're getting fuck all. And I've repeated what he's going to say so he can't record it and do this to me. Ha ha, Finn, I'm playing yet your own game now, you cunt. Try and beat Rob over your little fucking. Yeah, honestly, I'm Mr. Miyagi in this cunt's Daniel's son, and he hasn't even got a chopstick. Couldn't catch a fly if he fucking tried, the little pleb. Anyway, Finn, that was for you. I love this, though. Hey, wait a minute, we have to be, hey, we have to be professional. Sorry, did we just get carried away like a Rack FM style there or something? I don't know. What do you mean about we? What? What, what do you mean with we got carried away, Robo? Oh, I knew that. Oh, I'm getting thrown overboard really quickly. That is that why B-Bands left, like, rather quickly. Eh, bro, though, all joking aside, I don't even know where the conversation of DAOs would go from here. Eh, Eka has dropped in and, and must have been cordoned, busy, blah, blah. I would love to hear, like, any more fucking opinions, like, from anybody, because we will have to wind it down at some stage. Like, I do have a life outside of this, you know? So, guys, we'll, we'll open it up like anybody wants to jump in. I've invited Timmy up because I really want to know what Timmy has to say about DAOs. Like, I've heard him talk a couple of times. Like, he's bright as fuck, you know? You want to hear him if you can, like, on a subject like this, yeah? But, yeah, man, let's go around the room. Uh, Netta DAO, like, if you did have a closing statement uh, on DAOs or what we're trying to, like, work towards, a lot of this tonight's been around, you know, what does it exactly mean? 
micro versus macro dows, etc., etc. Uh, what would you say, Netta, about the next 12 to 18 months for dows? How does this lie? Is it? Is this going to become a permanent feature or just a short-lived fad? It's the wreck show coming from the wreck store With this back in the mech in the back floor Let's go chillin' with raccoons by the back door Take all so you can stake more All I wanna do is making door right But I found this crew and doing alright We wreck will bitch, ready to fight So many raccoons ready for the boss life I might fly high like a kite, right? But always ready for a shite for the right prize. Raccoon supply has the right price. Giving you respect if it's likewise. So I'm buying all the mean guys with the clean heart. Read between lies, laser bean through lean eyes. Larry or with clean lies, trash mouth, mean smile, be wise. NFT wise, fuck with these guys. It's the rack rap from the back lab. 100 NFTs in my backpack. Crazy rack pack from the stash app Rack will take a lead in this haystack It's the rack rap from the back lap 100 NFTs in my backpack Crazy rack pack from the stash app Rack will take a lead in this haystack Blast that rack rap from the stash app Supplying the raccoons with a headbang rap Rack gang with the rack will slang Like a trash can hoodie with fangs and a gold chain it's either rack pill or the red pill Best chill while we get into the first meal Best pill, best devs with the best skill No shill, all real, secret is a great deal Rack will insane, Shane better stand fast Robo shooting his tweets with straight facts Knowledge from the streets, with the best plan yet Winston gotta eat if you retweet that Free of a life feed from the base camp McKenna always ready if you dare that no raccoons for his rare stash Trash panda biker gang motherfucking hashtag It's the rack rap from the back lab 100 NFTs in my backpack Crazy rack rap from the stash app Rack will take a lead in this haystack It's the rack rap from the back lab 100 NFTs in my backpack Crazy rack rap from the stash app Rack will take a lead in this haystack Thank <laughs> you.